Welcome back to another episode of the Rod J Beer Ventures podcast. It is I, Rod J, and it is great to have you on board. So this podcast episode will be a replay of our YouTube show on 12-14 of 23 of the Happy Hour, where I was joined by a few other beer tubers. We enjoyed some beers, talked about some beers, and brought in a few laughs to hopefully uh, help people get ready to enjoy heading into the weekend. With you listening back to the replay, hopefully you will still also find some enjoyment. As always, leave a comment if you can on what you're thinking of the episode or if there's other things you like to have on the podcast that I can look to incorporate as we go further. That being said, let's go ahead and get into that replay. Cheers, everybody. Yes, Rick there, please. Yes, yes. There have been many times you and I have gone round and round, and we bled the same blood in the same muds. But this time it's all about business, Jack. Let's do it. You and I, Friday night, Daddy, at the Fulton County Stadium. <laughs> the great American bat. Dusty rides on the edge of a lightning boat with a silver saddle, Daddy. Now you come on down there with your limousine and your horseman. Bring your A-game. Yeah, it's Rick there, please. This is. It's time for you to meet your maker in the American dream. Dusty Rose is up for the challenge. I think the American dream's barking up the wrong tree. We'll see if your blood is as red as mine, Mr. Flares. We will find out indeed, sir. That's right. Find it out in Flint. You a yellow dog! You hung your phone up on me! May I take a message? Yes. Tell him this is Big Dust, the American Dream. Big Dust, the American Dream? Yes, ma'am. Are you a friend of his? More of a nemesis, I guess you could say. Are you Bob Kleepak's friend? I do not know who this Kleepak fella is. All I know is that the other night, when Rick hit me from behind, I saw where the line was drawn, and now... Friday night at Starcade! Myself! Hey! Where did you go, baby dog? Damn bicycle! He's got a bicycle! What is up, everybody? Rod J back in the house. Welcome in for this Thursday evening happy hour. And tonight, as you see, I am solo for now. For now, I do have some guests that will be making our way through. But Todd could not be here tonight. And poor Mal is down with the flu or trying to get over it. So I'll see what I can do to hold it together for a bit. Not sure how long I'll go tonight or when we get some folks in here, how long we'll go. So we'll see. But I can tell you I am ready to crack open some beers and to sit back and enjoy. It's been one of those crazy weeks. It seems like as we get closer to the end of the year, the crazier it gets, at least for me at work with a lot of stuff. It's just like all over the place. Crazy. So I am ready to wrap up 2023 and start 2024, hopefully in a great and better position, although I'm not in a bad position now. So Good fortune in that regard. Shout out to all you in the chat. We got Vanessa in the house. Cheers, Vanessa. We got Bart in the house. Cheers, Bart. Bart, guess what I have for dinner tonight? 
a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Had a little shorty earlier. Got a little snickerdoodle for later. Decided to order some Wawa, and you can't you can't get Wawa without getting some of the pretzels. You gotta get some of the pretzel action there too. So good thing I'm working out twice a day now as I do my cardio that I can actually sit back and uh, enjoy the treats from Wawa, which is a favorite of mine back here on the East Coast. Of course, growing up in Jersey, that was a a staple. Uh, Vanessa and Bart. Saying hello, hello. So a leather lighter slip cases and a couple can holders. Oh, very nice. So that's coming along nicely there as Vanessa is doing some of the leather woodwork. If you haven't checked out Vanessa on Instagram, you can check her out at Vanessa M. Kitty. She does a lot of good stuff of sharing the different things she's creating. Great crafter, great builder, just does so many different things. And uh, Bart said good evening to Vanessa. Always a fun stop. Yeah, you can't go wrong with a Wawa. I know people are saying you got to get to the uh the bucky's that's the thing i guess down south and then um have not been to one of those yet i've seen pictures of it those are that's like pretty freaking huge like i don't know 80 90 gas pumps there or whatever they make them massive but uh have not been to a bucky in the northeast you have the wawa in parts of the midwest you do get some of the tim hortons that have come in from canada in some spots so you know it is what it is but uh yeah so i'm gonna crack open a beer here in a second i think i'm debating if i want to what i want to start with do i go with one that is a favorite or do i go with something new that probably will be a favorite i'll have to decide there uh but checking some other stuff here i just looking at my phone because someone else said they may actually jump on as well uh, very nice very nice so it is Thursday. It is the 14th, so a week out from next week's show, which next week will be the last show before Christmas. So I think we're going to do a Christmas-themed beer show for that. At least that was the stuff we talked about last week. So probably have a variety of different Christmas beers. So if you have some favorite Christmas beers, make sure you scoop those up and we'll be able to talk about them as well and if you're new here make sure you subscribe to the channel by checking that out as well and hitting that red button down at the bottom to get you on board um what else do we got here bart says i'm eating a wawa ho you see see wawa's in the air actually i went with the shorty i, I usually get the classic roll which is a little bit bigger but i don't as I'm maintaining and doing some different things, I mentioned working out. I just went with the shorty, which was a, a nice little thing. Back in the day, I would have thought a shorty wouldn't have covered me, but it's enough. You get enough out of it. So I had the shorty with some hers. For those of you not on the East Coast, on the East Coast, hers potato chips are a popular brand. So I had some hers jalapeno potato chips, which are always tasty. The only thing that would have been a good capper to that if I would have had some grape soda. I had some Coke Cherry Zero, which was fine. But getting a grape soda with the Italian hoagie and the jalapeno chips, that would have been the big one there. That would have been, that would have finished off nicely. All right, let's go ahead and crack a beer open. I'm going to actually crack open one that is a favorite. I know it's a favorite for Vanessa as well. <laughs> So I'm going to crack open the Dragon's Milk 
Reserve Oatmeal Cookie. This is the last of the four that I actually have. So Bourbon Barrel, 11% ABV. Do you have a review on this from an older time when I actually did it? Still the same 11%, so you can actually check that out on the video if you'd like to see what I thought of it back when I did that review. Ended up picking up a four-pack, not realizing or forgetting I had done it. So now I just can just I can enjoy it. So I'm going to go ahead and pop this open. What glass do I want to use? Let's go ahead and get a little fancy with that bourbon barrel stout glass. Glassware does matter, folks. It does make a difference on beers that you're actually drinking. And I'll put this back here so you can see the bottle spin around as it goes. Round and round, dragon milk goes, dragon milk goes, dragon milk goes, round and round the dragon milk goes, all the live long night. And we got our first victim, I mean guest in the house. We got Shane. <laughs> Victim, I like I like how you put that. That's that's pretty awesome. <laughs> and he has no delay this time, so that's even awesome in that regard. Well, I'm I'm kind of changing a little bit of my setup. I'm trying to do a bunch of stuff. Like I I, I just had like a <laughs> the most miserable day today, so I'm actually surprised I even got on here. Um, but how how you doing tonight, Rod? Everything's going good with you, brother. Misery loves awesome. company, so come on in and we'll drink some beers and we'll get over together. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fantastic idea, my friend. <laughs> Holy crap. Actually, this whole week's been pretty much a shit show for me, but I don't want to get into too many of that details. But it's just been a it's been a mess. So I mean a nice a nice night drinking with some friends is uh, greatly appreciated. So thank you, sir. <laughs> the virtual bar is always open. So what oh, did you crack dude. open there, my friend? What did you I, I actually cracked open the uh Oatmeal, dragon's milk. That's what I'm drinking right now. So I did just catch the end of that uh, when I was coming on. Um, I'm drinking a uh, – actually, this is one of the beers from my advent calendar. I just finished filming a video for day 16 or something like that or 17. Uh, I'm drinking a uh, scotch ale from uh, Brock Street Brewing. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's not bad. I, I'm, I'm always hit or miss on scotch ales. I don't know what you're like with scotch ales. but uh, I, usually, some... I, usually like, I usually like a little bit of scotch or the wee heavies, yeah. But – Go ahead. I was just saying, so, some of them are okay, and um, I find a lot of them just kind of, I don't know, just just not in my flavor wheelhouse personally, but this one was actually pretty good, uh, so I was quite su pleasantly surprised by that, so that was pretty decent. And, and because I find myself back into the great upper north of America, I got another Canadian, so I got hey, Ray in the house. What's going <laughs> on? Look at this! It's my it's my neighbor Ray. Well, he's kind of my neighbor. He's not that far away from me. Yeah, you're not far away from me. What's going on, Ray? How are you, buddy? I'm awesome. How are you guys doing? Good. How doing, you doing good, my friend. Good. I wasn't sure if you saw that earlier, so I was like, "We'll see if Ray shows up." Yeah, I saw it. I was uh, <clears throat> really busy today and just getting over uh, just getting over a cold and. Got this eye thing going on, and there's my kid that you can see. Yeah, we saw you. Yeah, don't don't try and sneak through. We can see you. We can <laughs> just wave. Yeah, there you go. Just wave and say hi. That's right. You, that's the drill. Just wave and say hi. You know, promo my own stream. Nice. Close the door. Thank you. So, so how you guys doing? Doing well. Doing well. We were just uh, <laughs> talking a little bit about ready to have a drink after the the goings of the day, so to speak. So, <laughs> or maybe the week, it might've been for me, it's been a week as well. For, so, for me, uh, the week as well. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, this is your Saturday, right? Is it your Saturday, Shane? Uh, yes. Yes. Oh, Today is Saturday okay. for me. 
Okay. Actually, I've got an extended weekend this weekend. I have uh, thir- my, my regular days off for Thursday, Friday, but I actually also have Saturday off this week. So wow. Oh, nice. Wow. Do you, know, do, you know how hard, do you know how hard it is to get a Saturday off in my industry? It's like almost yeah. impossible. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost impossible. <laughs> you start wondering, like, what is going on? How am I pulling this off here? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you, you get lucky. You do a couple of favors for people. You pull a few strings and... <laughs> You know, every once in a while, you can you you sell your soul to the devil, and you can get a Saturday off where I work. In your industry, I want you're going to do me a favor, and then I'm going to come back and do you a favor. Yeah. 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 Well, well, in 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 my industry, especially around this time of year, they're very famous for the uh, the two for one trade, which I never take. So basically, if you're looking for like uh, like Christmas Day off. They will give you Christmas day off, but you have to work two additional days during the week for that day off. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah. If if they can swing it, obviously. But Shane, they do Shane, do that. Shane, Shane I, got, I got a deal for you, Shane. No, they yeah. they know they don't even they don't even talk to me anymore. Like, psst, psst. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy, come on, buddy, hey, come yeah. here. Over here in the alley, yeah. come here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Reminds, reminds me of that uh, that one of my favorite little Sesame Street skits with. Uh, Ernie and the, the the drug dealer. Oh, like, hey, you want to you want to buy an eight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the letter eight. The guy's like, Shh. <laughs> I I love that clip. That it makes me laugh even to this day. Because when you're a kid, you don't understand, but when yeah. you're an adult and you understand that this guy's actually a drug dealer, <laughs> yeah. you know it's it's yeah. way it's way funnier, way funnier. That's for sure. Yeah, it's like learning ACD songs when you're a kid and when you're an adult. You hey, it's a different meaning taking place here. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, and that's and that's like a lot of the kids' songs that we learned as kids. Like we thought they were just like fun kids' songs, but then when you actually realize what they mean, like uh, like uh, "Ring Around the Rosie," mm-hmm. yeah, like like "Ring Around the Rosie." I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was referring to the Spanish flu that killed a whole bunch of people or something like that. <laughs> I believe you are correct. Yeah. yeah, is that what it was? Spanish flu, and then uh, something like, like that. Even, yeah. Yeah, and like just all those songs all have a really dark meaning to them. And if you look at them up online, you're like, holy crap, that's actually what that song is about. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the sayings too, like here in the States too, that are like pretty bad meanings behind the history of. I can't remember the one. It was like something of a, a thumb or whatever, but it was kind of like that was like how this thickness something you could beat your wife with or something back in the day. It was like a weird type. It's like they have these different things that are just like, Oh, that's that's the rule of Why thumb. Don't... Yeah, the rule of thumb. The rule like, of thumb. The rule of the rule of thumb. Your wife with can only be as wide as your thumb. No wider. Right. And it's like, and why do we keep that around still for a second? <laughs> that's weird. That's the second. It's time part of the culture. This week. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the culture. We got to keep it around. We're doing. I, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, some uh, that is that is too funny. Yeah, when you learn about some of that stuff, there, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, like it, it, it's, just, it's just weird that it has like that little bit of, I mean, well, especially nowadays with, you know, all the political correctness and stuff, it's got yeah. a bit of a darkness to it or just uh, stuff that like, you know, like back in the day, you know, you could take a stick and beat your wife. Cause that was, you know, that's what people did now. I mean, don't forget it. Like my wife, my wife beats me, you know, that's the way it works in my, <laughs> she beats me. I don't beat her. Right? Absolutely. Well, that double standard's allowed now. It's like payback. So, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. That's perfect. Remember when? Who was it? Was it? Uh, it was Tony. Was it Tony Katane's husband that was a major league pitcher that he she beat up, and he didn't like 
but then it made fun of him because he tried to press charges. Like, seriously, like the girl from the White Snake video beat you up, you would have pressed charges against him. <laughs> and he was like, he ended up dropping him, whatever. Like, he couldn't go anywhere. You just, you know, you got your ass oh. beat by Tony Katane, enjoy it and go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. there, there, there's guys that would pay for that. There are yeah. guys out there that would pay for that. As sad as that is, you know. Yeah, he was a pitcher, I think, for the Angels. Yeah, but he, uh, I, yeah. Yeah, he got beat up by Tawny Katane and tried to report or like that and everything. And then everything that started coming in, he kind of just had to pull it out. He's just like, yeah. Yeah, you're a major league pitcher and you're complaining about White Snake girl beating you up. Doesn't go around. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you see her late in life, she could probably throw a good punch. She's, yeah, she's probably put some. Oh, oh problem. In there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. It's not yep. the same as the bitch. She couldn't get on that hood of that car now. No, no. <laughs> This, I, I don't know why that story even reminded me of this. There was a story a couple of years ago that I found quite interesting. And because it's a, it's, it's like a little stigma, like when stuff like that happens, like a woman beats up a guy, especially mm. if she's like much bigger and stronger than the, the guy is. Um, but there was a story, there was a, a, a small guy. He was, I think he was around my size ish. Right. So mm. not, not a big guy by any means. Huge. And uh, apparently he went to court because, <laughs> because he got, yeah, huge. Uh, <laughs> So this guy apparently went into this club one night and there was these three, um, let's say plus size women, if that's politically correct, three plus size women. And uh, they basically took him like, hey, we're going to go out and party. You want to come with us? And I guess they had some like kind of cargo van kind of thing. And they like basically tied this guy up and like raped him. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, dude, you just had sex with three girls. Like who reports that shit? <laughs> And you don't know what they did to him in that van, though. You don't know. Well, they basically just kind of tied him up, and they all take turns riding him. And they might have put him in a. They might have put a Twinkie somewhere it wasn't supposed to go. Yeah. They, oh, no, that was never. By, <laughs> no, it, it was nothing like that. It was just basically they just you know just took turns riding him, and I, I'm like, wow. And you you reported that, dude. I'm like, that's like a that's like a fucking great weekend at Bernie's right there, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Well, that's, think, a good, that's a good party time right there. I think by taking that through the courts, it gave him a little bit of legitimacy, though. Like, would you believe your buddy if he told you that and there was nothing to prove it? Well, it's just, it's one of those weird, and again, going back to the other thing, like, it, it's a weird thing for a guy to say, oh, you know, my wife slash girlfriend beat me up, or, oh, yeah. this girl, you know, raped me. It's a, it's a weird kind of double standard thing, because I, I, I guess it can happen, right? It could happen, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah, just weird I, that, you know, if, if you're a guy, you can't... Uh, you know, oh, because we're manly men, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. You know, I've seen some women that could throw some haymakers, so yeah, it could happen. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Like, I mean, like again, I, I you'll see me when we you come up here in July, Rod. I, I, I'm not a big guy. I'm not a super tiny guy, but I'm not a, a big guy at all. And like, yeah, like ninety percent of the women on this earth could take me down, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I actually may be able to. I might be able to get my wife to agree to go up there because she's never been in Niagara Falls. So that might be something where she can just see Niagara Falls and stuff. She wouldn't want to be out of us drinking beers as much, but she was at the hotel just be at Niagara Falls and just hang out there probably. But yeah. Well, like I said, well, my wife doesn't drink either. Yeah. And she, she's more, more or less like the designated driver kind of thing. Like she's like the third driver. Like if me and Ray have a couple, like if I have have a couple drinks too much one night or Ray has a couple drinks one, you know, she's going to be the person that drives everybody around. She doesn't drink. So that's, yeah, that's a good option. Just she drinks. She doesn't want to be around us drinking. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? We have such a good time. Classified. (laughs) Right. Now she, uh, it's funny. Like when, uh, 
when we met Todd and Shannon, like Shannon and her hit it right off. It was just like me and Todd could have swore we just married two versions of the same woman. Like they just like were right and stuff with everything and stuff. Like, so it was kind of funny to see them actually talking and doing stuff. But yeah, no, she drinks and stuff, but it's kind of like, you know, she's been to the beer fest and she's like, I need to get out of here. Like too much, too much of the beer stuff happened and stuff. She, she pretty much sits there and laughs when people are like falling up the escalators, not down, but up the escalators. Cause they yeah. had so much. To drink. <laughs> those things, those things scare me, man. We've got escalators where I work and they scare me. Yeah. Funny story about escalators. When I was a kid, I had a thing where I don't know why I did it. Maybe because it was right at the height, but I would always go to the escalator and press the red button on the bottom, which would stop the escalator. Yep. I had a fascination just doing it. And I would just hit it all the time. People would like, like, and I would run off laughing. Or and then my grandmother caught me one time. Back in the day, your grandmother could whip your ass in the middle of the store. Nobody would say anything because that's how it was in yep. society, right? She wore me out in the middle of gimbals, and I never did that again after that. But, you know, yeah. Nowadays, they call the protective services or that everything. They didn't do that back then. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Which, if that would have been something back then he did, it probably would have stopped me from doing it again, right? So, at the same point, there was something good about the discipline being handled. Yep. It worked that, for me. Was that a Saturday Night Live skit where they talked about the kids would – that's okay. You make that phone call. It's going to take them 20 minutes to get here. And they'll have a reason to be here. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that Eddie Murphy did something like that? Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Is that? Oh, no. Or was it Russell Peters, maybe? Like maybe yes, it was Russell it was Peters. Russell yeah, Peters. I'm mistaken. It. it was yes, Russell yes. Peters. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, see down here, the parents said back then, they pick up the phone and dial up for you, and they whip your ass until the people showed up. <laughs> so. Yeah. You might as well get all, all in you can, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. But uh, go, going back to that escalator thing, that reminded me of another comedian, uh, one of my favorites. Uh, unfortunately, he's no longer around. Uh, this gentleman named Mitch Hedberg. Oh, yeah. I know and, Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And he, he did a little skit on escalators. And he said, you know, an escalator can never break. It can only become stairs. So you will never, ever see an out of, out of order sign on an escalator. It will only You'll only see a sign that says, uh, escalator temporarily stairs. Sorry for the convenience. <laughs> Which I yeah. thought was great, right? <laughs> Except if you come to where I was. I have seen him. I've seen the stuff off of them when they were actually repairing them before. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. When our escalator and just stairs. Yeah. When ours at work shuts down, we barricade it off. You're not allowed to walk on it because they get really, really awkward. The height of the rise and everything, and it's it changes as you go up. And it's yeah. I've seen so many people trip and fall on them. Trying um, to walk up them. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had a lady do yeah. that at the conference one time, and she cut her knee open real bad. She needed like five stitches. Yeah, those those edges. Yeah. Yep. And it was sharp. Yeah. People, where people yeah. used to get caught in. I remember that back when, like in the seventies, like dresses and stuff would get caught in it and be pulling them oh. down. And yeah, it uh, it happened in Montreal in uh, I think it was twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. A lady got her scarf caught, and then it grabbed her hair, and and she died. She did not. Yeah. She didn't. Oh, little shit. kids too. Little kids too got squeezed yep. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's because so we didn't have Rod J at the bottom, right? We didn't. That's we didn't have Rod J at the bottom hitting the button. <laughs> Safety yep. inspector. That's what the problem is. Safety inspector. Right. That's there. right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So there, there are true phobias that people do have around them, especially if they grew up during that time. I think now oh, people sure. are just used to them. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Hers potato chips are very tasty. Like I said, that's more East Coast. I don't know if you get Hearst potato chips up there if they come to Canada. I know you guys get Ruffles and Lays, but Hearst is like an East Coast type potato chip. I don't. I don't don't, think so. I don't remember those. I don't know. I've never seen them either, I don't think. How you doing, Vanessa? Good to see you. 
Yeah, hers and Wise like two East Coast chains here. Wise. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yummy, yummy. Indeed, indeed. Dragon's Milk logo outline and boss my leather stools for personal use. Nice. And you did this. She did the uh, Dragon's Milk cup holders too, but she's going to do for so She's a huge Dragon's Milk. Drag, like, New Holland should hire her to do stuff like because she just right? does upholstery using Dragon's Milk for everything. Yeah. For yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah. She does some great stuff. Yeah. There she is. Hi, Vanessa. Bart, double meat on my hoagies. Yeah, I, I used to get double meat on it. I mean, back when I was definitely not caring about what I was looking like or what <laughs> double meat, they would definitely pack. Like you could, you could barely squeeze the sandwich. Like when I was, I was talking earlier, I had a Wawa hoagie, which is a chain on the East coast. Now it's actually going out West, but the, the double meat, you couldn't even close as a sub. You couldn't even close the sub when they put double meat on it and just be like, Oh, just, it was all goodness. It was all great. Right. You were forced out, but it was just like, you knew you probably should stop halfway through, but you're like, just just like that sub car, you're going all you the can't. way. You can't quit. You can't. You're, you're committed nice. at that point. Yeah. So, uh, speaking that of hoagies, great, somebody, though. yeah, somebody posted one up here lately uh, the other day on Facebook and um, to one of our local uh, restaurants of Niagara pages, and it was called the Chopped Italian, and it was from, I think it was from uh, a place down in Vermont or Virginia or somewhere. And it was so funny because right away the butcher shop and deli and like like speedy kitchen up the street from me, they jumped on and they're right away. They're like, We don't think anybody does that, but we're making them right now if anybody wants them. <laughs> and within 10 minutes, they had a picture posted. Here you go. Wow. So it was awesome. It's yeah, it's basically your you know, your Italian deli sub. Everything gets chopped up. And then they kind of like a chopped salad. They chopped salad they put on chopped bread. salad on a sub bun. That's exactly what it is. Hmm. It looks kind of gross, but I bet you it's absolutely awesome. Yeah, yeah. Little bite-sized pieces. I forgot to ask you what beer you're drinking too, Ray. I think I don't think I asked you what, what you're drinking, Ray. No, it wasn't me. That was Shane dropping his uh earbud in his microphone. Oh, oh no, no, I yeah. saw him doing that. No, but what beer are you drinking? Oh, I thought you said what are you breaking? Oh no, no I got uh, I got <laughs> I'm breaking lots of stuff over here this day, this uh, week. It's a cherry dark lager from the Society of Beer oh, yeah. Drinking Ladies. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've tried that one. It's not bad. Yeah, it's all right. I had one in the fridge and I didn't, uh, I've been off beer a little bit the last little while because I'm trying to, you know, give the liver a break before we get into the holiday season. So <laughs> this, is the first, this is the first beer I've had since. The liver's like Oliver Twist. <laughs> I think it was please, Saturday. Uh, please, uh, can you take a break for a day? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, it was starting to scream at me every morning and be like, dude, <laughs> you shall not pass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me see here. Um, Vanessa, the bridal leather Russell would make pretty leather champagne chairs and stools. Mm -hmm. Nice. Emer Emerson's in the house. Rodham sampling a one and a half gallon mini keg from Dozeki's for science. It's always for science. Man, it sure is Canadian here tonight. Cheers, eh? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, cheers, eh, Emerson? Cheers, Emerson. Cheers. Oh, Emerson. Yes, I am the token Connecticut Yankee. <laughs> oh, the new shower rainfall tower HS has come in. I am among my new shower built Star Trek shower version two. Nice. Star nice. Trek shower. See, now you're talking my language. I love Star Trek. Yeah. Most fairy tales are true horror stories. Well, yeah, you go back to the fairy tales, like the whole Hansel and Gretel. It's not like you, we learned it as kids compared to what the original work was. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or like the uh, Little Red Riding Hood and some of the other ones. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, what was it? The Grimm brothers? They were pretty grim on some of their Yeah, stuff. the brothers Grimm. Yeah. Brothers yeah. Grimm, yeah. Yep, that's true, yeah. <clears throat> Why would you beat a guy? I would just give you the stare. Well, Vanessa, you get somebody to stare. They're going to be nervous anyway. You don't have to worry about hitting them. Yeah. <laughs> that's, but exactly. she's right, though. That, that, that stare that the women have is almost as bad. Like, you know. Absolutely. You know right away yeah. you're in you're in deep doo doo, right? hundred <laughs> like percent. It's like that an episode of Happy Days from back in the day. If you ever seen Happy Days, and um, there was one time Richie was going to try to fight the Fonz, um, and so he was going to go in and fight him. And the Fonz was just like he called his bluff on it and stuff like that and everything. And he didn't know fighting Richie, but he's like, no, he's like, he's like, I don't even fight. Like everybody thinks I want to fight. Like I don't. He doesn't. His thing was. If you give the attitude like you're a badass, the people would think you're a bad. He never had to do anything, so he just give people the look or whatever like that. Everything they would back off type thing. But yeah, right. It was, it was one of those episodes where it's like, either Richie's gonna get his ass kicked or something good's gonna happen here. Like yeah, yep. <laughs> but nobody ever saw the Fonz actually fight on the show. He never had to fight. So yeah. Well, he never. He was just like the quintessential cool dude. Like he's the guy yeah. that like you know when when you watch Happy Days. I mean, everybody was like, "Oh, I want to be just like the Fonz. I want to be cool and have the leather jacket and the white T-shirt and just be like, hey, you know." <laughs> but he would have thought like everybody... back then that the Fonz would be the timid coach for the Water Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Hey, it goes to show what a good actor he is. I guess good yeah. old Henry Winkler. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that Scotch Ale was actually not too bad at all. See? See? There you nice. go. That sounds yummy. Well, I, I was saying to Rod earlier before you got on, right? I have a, I'm always hit or miss with Scotch Ales. There's a, there's a couple that I find are okay. Most of them, I'm there's just something about them that I, I'm not fussy on. But this one was actually pretty good. I just did this for uh, my beer advent calendar for day 17, I think. Nice. So, so that'll be coming out, obviously, on the 17th of December. Yep. Yeah, there's some people that like some leather saddles for sure. So absolutely. And swings and you know all the things. <laughs> That's a whole totally different topic that we're getting into there. Orange line escalator DC was one of the worst longest escalator back in the eighties. Was that going down to the subway probably then? Because usually the orange lines are like metro type transit talk. Yep. What is up, Sparkles? Cheers. It's been a while. Happy to see you, my friend. Sparkles Queen Michelle. Hello, Sparkles. Sparkles. So we got Adam. Yeah. Cheers, Adam. It's been a while too. Mercy beers in the house. Cheers, wow, see, Adam. see, this is what happens when you put two quality Canadians on your show. All Absolutely. your old subscribers, they come on. And they're like, "Hey, I got to check out these weird Canadian guys." People <laughs> start because they're Which just going to sit there and talk you. about. I forgot to mention. So on my show, when you come on, if you want, because this is what Mal does, you can like on your up up on your right corner, I think. If you want to stream it to your channel, you can to your audience. Yeah, ah. that's how you can bring your people in too. I forgot to mention that. So that way, <laughs> you can have people follow your channel that might watch it through this. Totally your Perfect. call, though. I think I tried to do that last time, and for some reason, it wouldn't let me. Well, you tried doing it yours, I think, but that was before you had the version, the ten dollars oh, version. I think. Oh, you know what? I can't. You know, what? I'm going to put this on my. Oh, I can do it. Yeah. We tried oh, it on look your at, channel. It's we letting me do it today. Channel. We tried it on your channel. You didn't have, you had the free version. That's why you couldn't do it. So oh, log in or create an account. Huh. Oh, see, I got to take this thing totally off the freaking, because I'm using my oh, phone. I got to type this in this way. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know if that even looks good where I am. <laughs> it's a fumble. I can now. see right up your nose, man. You might want to get a Yeah, I know, Sparkles. Work can be definitely Oops. driving on you. 
Adam struggling through an imperial sour 7-6 based on a snowball cocktail. Very lemon, lime, and vanilla with a big lactose hit. Mm, Interesting. Yeah, imperial sour, 7-6. I like like some imperial sours, but uh, I don't know about the snowball. We don't have that. Well, snowball can mean something else in some countries, but I'm going to say the snowball cocktail, I'm not too sure what that is. Snowball kind of like an eight ball? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I think I think I got that set up. I don't know Snowball if that's sorry, guys. Bit, Snowball here has a bad porn reference to it. So, <laughs> I I think I have that streaming to my live channel now. I don't know. You do. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Yeah, you do. Is it, I see it okay. up there. Yeah, perfect. Yep. All right. Perfect. Done. You didn't do that's it in yours, Ray? Right? No, I didn't yours. do it yet. No. Okay. Yeah, then it's yours, Shane. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. No, no that's fine. Well, happy birthday to Amari. Yeah, congrats to Amari. Turned 10. Very nice. Oh, hey, happy birthday. Tell him we all said happy birthday and we're all giving him a nice little cheers. There you go. Birthday boy in the house. So I'm going to get another beer here in a second. But I was thinking the same thing. I did stay up on the comments. She says, I will, of course. Yes, I don't have a happy birthday thing on my effects, but we'll give him a little applause for uh, his 10-year birthday. Five or six years away from driving a car and 11 years from taking his first beer legally. (laughs) Yeah, legally. That's right. I'm glad you added that in. It's funny. I just realized I I just had the notification pop up that uh, I'm streaming live on my live channel and it says uh, drinks with Sorry, drinks wit Rod J. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I can't spell. <laughs> Apparently, I cannot spell. It'll make you sound more hip, though. So, yeah. <clears throat> we have it. Wit Rod J. It's wit Rod J. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Grab your guitar and start rapping, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I, you, oh, you guys know I can't sing. I can't rap. Yes, the stream show is up on my end, Shane. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank there you go. See you soon. Don't comment on that one, though, because I can't see it because I'm not watching. Back at you, Sparkles. <laughs> back at you. Great to see you. It's definitely been such a long time. Hey, hey, hey. Blue Ice is on. Take it blue. See, Blue goes to your channel. He doesn't go oh, to my channel. My man blue, blue. Goes, blue goes to your channel. See, that's so luckily we opened it up over there. So My blue man, Blue. Training. What is going on, my friend? Good to see you. God, I, yeah. I miss that guy. Yeah. He is, he's like the he's like the coolest guy. Have you ever met uh, Blue Ice, Rod? I've not met Blue yet, no. He's cool like dude, He's man. like the coolest chill dude you'll ever meet in your entire life what a great guy i was so i was so happy when i met him i was like oh this guy is just like so cool georgia i go to georgia and catch him and then john pierre all in one swoop i go that way (laughs) he's got he's got some great advice when you're walking through the not so nice parts of chicago that you really should heed and not talk to the locals that don't that look like you yes. probably should. Oh, talk. you never talk to the locals, you know. Well, or the people that come up and ask you for money. Nope, just walk right by them. Don't even well, don't even acknowledge them. See, and that's the problem with me and Ray being Canadian. We're just very friendly, so we're like we don't want to say hi to everybody. And Blue would just be like, "Yeah, don't talk to them." Like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> just head head down and walk right past them. You know, oh, yeah. kind of thing. Oh yeah, first time we first time we got out of the Airbnb, Blue's like, "Yep, just uh, head down straight to the train." Just and. First yep. group of guys we walk run into, I was like, hey, guys, what's going on? <laughs> I did the same thing. And I'm right behind him going, hey, guys, how are you? You and know, what's, what's the answer the first guy gives me? You're not from around here, are you? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're not. Like, nope, Canada. Well, well, see, like, you guys like one of my friends when I was in college. He was from Malaysia. And the first time he went to New Jersey, 
he was trying to figure people out because he would be like looking at people like, you know, just kind of picking up and seeing how people are, you know, as you go, you're a new place, you're kind of checking things out. Yep. And then you, you don't look at people like either. It's like, and next thing you know, somebody's like, what the fuck are you looking at? Like, he's like, he's about to get in a fight. He has like, no idea why he's getting in a fight. But if you look too long at people, that's what ends up yep. happening. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> Got to yeah, learn the lay sure. of the land for sure. Snowball is a cocktail here made with avocat, which is custard yep. brandy liqueur from Holland mixed with lemonade. Okay. Yeah, Snowball means yeah. something else. Well, they might have the drink, but it's Snowball to some people just brings up if you depending on your past, if you saw porno, it brings up something different. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just trying to I'm trying to picture Avocat with lemonade. I've never heard of um, Avocat before. It's it's a it's a creamy kind of uh liqueur. <laughs> it's made it's uh, I think it's egg based, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm um, picturing ultra curdly and like vomity. Yeah, and that's why that's why I'm trying to figure out because I know Avocat, it's, it's one of those ones that like once you open it, you gotta chill it because I think it's got a pretty high egg content in it. So huh. I'm trying to picture that with lemonade, and I don't know if that would go very well together. I'm laughing because your description could almost match the other snowball I was talking about. If you ever have a minute of something you, you don't need that time, pull it up on Urban Dictionary, and you'll see what it means. Down here. <laughs> <laughs> fair yeah. enough fair enough for sure oh my god that's too funny oh all right so i'm gonna grab a quick beer here guys i will be back in two seconds because as you know my fridge is right behind my backdrop here so i'll be right back all right is, is your birthday today vanessa you were 10 52 years ago now so does that mean you're 62 now was today your birthday Shane, I love your Christmas decorations. As you just saw him move the curtain. <laughs> Ignore the man behind the curtain. She said, I love your she said, I love your Christmas decorations. But right there, you moved the curtain, which is the last. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This, these, I, I, well, this is, I've got, to, I don't know if anybody's been watching my advent calendar. Um, but I, this is actually the second backdrop. I used the other one for the first 12 days. I picked yeah. these up on Amazon for like 20 bucks. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. And there is like a, I think it's five by seven or something like that. And there were 20 bucks each. And I thought it was, you know, for, for 40 bucks, I got a nice little backdrop for doing, I mean, obviously I've got the camera kind of messed up and it's not quite perfect right now. Yeah, fine. It looks fine. But uh, yeah, well, I, 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 I originally maybe wanted to just do like a green screen back here, but I'm only like, like a foot and a half in front of it. So I, I know on a green screen you're gonna get that oh. that green screen. Looks really good now. <laughs> Take the glasses really off. Good. Maybe if I do Especially it like through this eye, it's it's all crooked. I got it's all I, whatever. I can't, I can't I see nothing through this one right now. So are you fighting <laughs> something right now? Yeah, I had a I had a cold last week, and then yeah, on the weekend I was feeling really good, and then uh, just uh, Tuesday this week it started creeping back up on me. I don't know what's going on. Well, I think there was like I know Val. I mean, Val, Val is just getting over the flu. Um, right, she's trying to fight through. But I know, like down here, I have friends that were saying they were getting hit with the virus and stuff. They thought, like, right. I don't know, and it's been going around with some stomach and type stuff. So, yeah, well, it's I funny. I, I my wife saw me tonight when I got back from uh, I was in Toronto for an event, and she's like, "Ish, you should go up to the pharmacy. They can die. They can prescribe stuff now for you know basic things." And I was like, "All right." So I went up. Pharmacist Ooh. is looking at. It, he's like, "Oh," he goes. Uh, let me have a better look at that. I leaned in. He's like, any uh, 
like white stuff? I was like, yeah, a little bit. And he's like, yeah, he goes, could be bacterial conjunctivitis or pink eye. Um, but he said it's too early yet. I didn't want to prescribe anything. Uh, he's so he's like, and then he, he stops for a second. He goes, did you have a cold last week? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm just getting over it now. And he's like, yeah, here, just use this for a couple of days and see what happens. Ooh. So, so obviously he's very familiar with whatever I'm fighting right now. So, well, it's kind of cool that your pharmacies can prescribe like that and not have to go to the doctor. I mean, yeah, very basic easier. things now they can yeah. they can yeah. do. It's just new this year, so. Yeah, I, I've noticed that at my pharmacy too. They, like, if it's like you know, cough, cold, just simple things, the pharmacy can prescribe it, which is cool because it saves you from going to the doctor if it's something simple. Oh, yeah. Rather yeah, than so having many to people wait don't for... have. There's so many people without family doctors right now down up here. It's crazy. Oh. Dude, I literally just got a family doctor last year and it took me a long time to find one. Yep. And I have to go to Grimsby. That's where my doctor is. Yep. So, cause like in, in my local area, like uh, Niagara Falls, St. Catharines, the major cities around me, I couldn't find a doctor. I had to go, I mean, it's only, Grimsby's only like what half hour drive down the highway, but still I had to go out of town to find a doctor. It was crazy. So, so is it like up there, like you guys are under managed, whatever, like there's not enough doctor care you think, or? Yeah, yeah, there's not that. It's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's really hard. Like if you don't have a family doctor, it's hard to find one. Yeah, yeah the the population has increased with all of the the new Canadians coming in, um, yeah. and doctors were retiring, and there just wasn't enough coming coming out of the uh, the med schools, and right. um, a lot of new Canadians are coming over with with all the credentials to be doctors, but it's just not recognized here in Canada. So, well. Well, they pay off so many American student loans for so many doctors here. I bet you some Americans come up there <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> to be right? doctors. Yeah. <laughs> Down here, I know like some of my friends that were pharmacists, like they get deals where, you know, as long as you stay at that pharmacy for two or three years, they'll pay off your loan or whatever. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Right. And see, that was my problem. Like my, my original doctor, uh, just, it just got old and retired. Yep. So thank, thankfully another doctor took over his practice. So he took on, all of his patients. So mm -hmm. I had that guy for one year and then he retired and there was no other doctor coming. No in. So it's kind of like wow. you're, you're without, you're without a doctor. So I went without a doctor for a couple of years, which is fine. I mean, I don't, I don't get sick very often. Um, but then when I had my, my other medical stuff that I've got now, um, it was like, I need a doctor. And it was, yeah. it took me forever to find one. Wow. Yeah, it's like been it's hours. been four years since I've had anything really to speak of. So, um, you know, relatively healthy. And I mean, I work with thousands of people every week. So, yes, you do. As do you. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing with that. <laughs> with the what, what we do, um, like like I said, Ray and I both, you know, we deal with thousands of people on a weekly basis, and it's mm -hmm. you can catch anything in any. But I, that's the good thing is we we become kind of immune. I know I have. Yeah, um, like to like like colds and stuff like that. Like I rarely get a cold. Like it's so it's so rare because I my with my industry, it is probably one of the dirtiest industries that there is. Believe it or not. Oh yeah, it, it yeah. really is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Mercy sure. says he's seen your channel before, Shane. Usually when Paul was be smirching you, be smirching you. Well, PA. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, yes, yeah, for sure. We call Drew the American, the Canadian Paul. So Paul's like the American Drew. <laughs> yes, that is exactly exactly correct. That is exactly correct. Walking around New York City late night, you just wear the military fatigues to keep most away. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> we 
Weird eggnog-based stuff, I think. Yeah, that's a weird that the custard-type drink there. Lemonade custards are pretty good. Huh. Uh, I have a is heat-treated, okay, so it doesn't curdle. Oh, okay. Like I said, I've only ever I've only ever had one bottle of Advocat. Like when I was, uh, you can't see it behind me. I have quite an extensive bar behind me. Um, if you've never seen it, yeah. and I bought it one time to try and do some cocktails, and it was like one of those those liqueurs. I was like, uh, it's okay. I I can understand how some people like it. Yeah. Um, I, it's one of those things. Wasn't in my personal wheelhouse. I mean, I drank it. It was it was fine, but it's just not something I would go for on a regular basis. That's for sure. Yeah, I actually uh, do remember now because I think yours was the day before Shannon. We were talking about that. That that's night. right. Yeah, yeah. I remember that chat. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Some of our chats you just don't remember because you drank so many beers. <laughs> yeah. Well, just, yeah. And that—that's the problem. <laughs> Go ahead, Shane. I was going to say that's the problem with these lives. Like you know, you get oh, I'm going to have a beer, and then you have another beer, and you, the conversation's good as always on Rod J's channel. Yep. And you have another beer, and it's like I—I oh, got to get off because I can barely talk anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know. Uh, sinus flu was going around over where Adam was two weeks ago. A steam room sort of me. Yeah, getting the storm steam. Usually a little tea, little tea with some whiskey, a little hot toddy action can help. Yeah, I got I got some scotch up there. I was thinking of making some tea and See, throwing a little bit of that in there. That'd scotch be nice. and honey and tea. I got I got some I think I got some cognac on the back of my bar here, Ray. I can run it over. Uh, I'm if good. You, if you prefer, okay, I'm just saying if you if you prefer <laughs> cognac, I think I've got a bottle sitting yeah, up on my uh, I probably do, but the, the scotch will work. Yeah, that works. Just like Ron Burgundy, he likes Scotch, 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 Scotch. Uh, yeah, see the doctors are going yep. over there. They've been <laughs> they're going to England. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, there you go. It's like the transfer of portal in college sports now. Uh, saw the VA doctor a few weeks ago. Science infection was not an infection. Say so yes, it pretty much is. She consulted with ENT and just sent me an antibiotic. So Vanessa's <laughs> telling a doctor what the doctor. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. <laughs> Just go with Vanessa. When there's any doubt, go with Vanessa. Yep. Healthy. Who I consider seeing the sunrise each morning a thrill. Yeah. If you're on the if you're on the upside of the ground, you're doing good. So dude, I, I see a sun in the in like spring, summer, fall. I see a sunrise every morning as I'm leaving work. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> eggnog is a curdle with the booze, the duck eggnog. Uh cooking it. And temper and it matters for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Go. Yeah. Paul, he thinks I'm Rob again. So just saying, cheer, Robin, gents. Got to bust Paul's balls on <laughs> that one there. You always got to bust Paul's <laughs> balls. How many years you have Rob in there? Come on, man. <laughs> I, I've got a feeling Paul does it on purpose. He does sometimes. He probably does. That that sounds like something Paul would do. He'd probably do that on purpose for sure. Absolutely. Oh, well, happy, up, happy upcoming birthday this weekend as he's going to be camping. And hit whatever breweries he can find along the way. Very nice, nice. brother. Awesome. <laughs> Happy birthday, Paul. Correct. Happy birthday, man. I just have to screw with you, Paul. I have to screw with you. <laughs> APA for Vanessa as well. Um, so, yeah. So, you got some good breweries there, obviously, in Pennsylvania, Paul. And uh, a lot of people lately have been really rolling with the Trogues. I will say that I've seen more and more Trogues videos popping up lately. Yeah, um, yeah, I've never tried well, that stuff. Yeah, it's good well, I got stuff. I got lucky. I got lucky because Wayne from uh, Bucks County Beer Review sent me up uh, a package not too long ago. I sent him down a package. He sent me up one, and it was all Trogues beers, and they were all really good. Yeah, I was I was nice. quite impressed because Trogues is pretty solid. Yeah, because sometimes you'll get a couple beers that are like, oh, this is really good, and then of course they always have the one or two or three that are like, ah, 
you know, can take it or leave it. But all the Trogues ones that Wayne sent me were just great. They were really, really good. That's really awesome. Good. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Mercy said cheers. Paul and Paul says, at least I'm not hard pouring beers like some people. <laughs> Look look here. Look on this screen right here. This one in the corner. Okay. There you go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love you, buddy. You're awesome. No, I, I like Paul. Paul's great. He's, 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 he's super cool. He just tells you, you know, he tells you how it is and he's just brutally honest. And I love well, Paul, it. It's Paul comes in, Paul comes in hot. Fired. Shots yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Like I said, you either you either like the hard pour or you don't like the hard pour. There's no there's no in between. Yeah. There's really not. Well, you know, you look at it, and I, when I was doing my beer journey over the second part of my lifetime, however long I've been doing it now, but you know, and studying some of the things around, like from England, I haven't been to England, but reading about some of the stuff you go to, like they don't expect their beer to be like instantly to them. Like they'll pour it down. The middle and they'll let it settle then i'll pour on top again then i'll pour on top again and it's like it's a whole event you know and they're sitting there having a conversation right. with someone until the beer's ready so it's mm -hmm. almost like over here where we speed it up and stuff like that so nothing wrong you know as long as it works for you it's the big thing exactly i yeah. just hate waiting for my beer yeah well, yeah but you, you and, and again this, this is one thing i struggled with for a while because like you, you'd have channels like you know brian and like brian the beer snob and dave cv and these guys always hard pour. Now, years ago, if you go back and look at my videos, I never hard poured at all. And I was like, oh, why are you guys doing that? I don't understand. And then when I went down to the beer reviewers get together last year in Atlanta, and I was talking to Brian, he's like, you know, just try it a couple of times. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll try anything, right? I, I don't give a crap because my way is not always the best way. And I tried hard pouring and I was like, oh, this, you know what? I enjoy this. It's, yep. it's, visually, it's visually exciting. Mm -hmm. You're getting a whole lot more aroma, and I, you you lose like literally like this much carbonation. You don't lose as much yeah. carbonation as you know, say somebody like Drew would tell you, because um, he says it. Oh, it goes instantly flat. Um, mind you, he's been hard pouring lately. Have you guys noticed that on he his has. channel? Yes, he he's has. been hard pouring a lot, not just stouts. <laughs> he's been hard pouring a lot of stuff, and he's like, when I took Brian there uh, last weekend or two weeks ago, um, he was like, "Yeah," he goes, "I'm starting to come around." You guys have to come around because he realizes it's not as bad. I as, find yeah. with the hardcore, I don't feel nearly as bloated as I drink. You won't. You won't. Because I think that you little tiny right. bit of carbonation that you lose, I think it's. I think it's a big thing. Well, you sure. release you release the gases and stuff when you do it. Now, the problem because there's something you can pour right down the middle. It's one school of thought, right? Another school of thought is you pour like I usually will pour forty five until almost halfway and then i pour down the middle that's how you're supposed to do it if you're doing it that way so you still release the gases yeah the sure. wrong school of thought that you see in a lot of brew, uh, even breweries or bars and stuff they'll 45 degree until it's like this much left of the glass they don't try to straighten it out that's the yeah. wrong way to do it they're going too right. far when they're doing it absolutely, so yeah. it's in the education of how you're actually supposed to do that so absolutely yeah like i said everybody's got their own way everybody's got their own preference um like i said i i hard pour now and uh half of that is because i enjoy the way it looks i enjoy the way the the aroma and the aroma is i think like 70 percent of your taste yeah if sure. I, I, it's, it's something like that anyway uh, aroma has a lot to do with the, the taste um half of it and some some of it is just for 
you know, like my, my stomach issues because less carbonation is better for me. It's better for not you. that I not, yeah, not that I like a, a flat beer by any means at all, but right. it just takes out those little extra, extra gases. So for, for me, that's what I prefer. Um, but like I said, just a visual, that, that cascade of the bubbles disappearing, especially in a dark beer that ca- oh, like, you know, if you get a Guinness, yeah. like I, I'm not a big fan of Guinness. Everybody knows that. Um, cause there's way better stouts out there than Guinness as far as I'm concerned, but For just sure. that there, you can't, you can't buy a better cascade than a Guinness though. The way that that, yeah. that cascade comes up is just absolutely gorgeous. And I can sit there and watch that all day. It is so nice. Well, we get some here, Mike, cause like when I did like, you know, I had the, the left hand, um, head brewer on a few weeks ago, their nitros. In America, they've they become like the American Nitro Brewery, so you get a lot of that out of their stuff there now too. Um, that they've kind nice. of been able to do that, so you get you get some of the spot, but they, you know Guinness mm-hmm. is the one that most people are accustomed to because they did create that initial widget and stuff. So That's I don't right. think you're ever going wrong with the I, I like the nitro feel and stuff. Some people with the carbonation because it gives them that cream feel when you have that nitro. I'm good with it. So it's all about your preference. Blake's in the Blake. house. Cheers, Blake. What is up, Blake homie? TV. Blake, cheers. Harpoor the nitro stout. That's right. Harpoor straight yeah, down. One. Nitro. You should, yeah, you should pour hard pour all your stouts as far as I'm concerned. Which yep. if you guys like Belgian white, I will say definitely to check out their Belgian white ale. And I'm seeing more people actually look at it now. But I had a can when they sent it to me, that candy cane nitro stout. Now, I know, Shane, because I was going to ask you about your thing because I know I saw the peppermint stout, how you kind of <laughs> brace yourself for it. But if right. you like the taste of a candy cane, this left hand nitro stout they did is like perfect, like as a candy cane type beer. So nice. Right. So what was the affinity there with the peppermint? Like you're just not a huge fan of peppermint, it's, I know, but it's yeah, it's just the peppermint flavor itself. Like I said, I, I tried to be I try to be as fair as I can with the beers I review. Um, I'm not a big peppermint fan, but the peppermint stout, um, was actually pretty decent. There wasn't a whole lot of peppermint, but there was just enough in there to let you know that, hey, there's peppermint in here. Um, but if they took the peppermint out of that beer, I would have, me personally, I would have preferred it more. It was a good, it was a good stout. Just that, that peppermint flavor in it um, kind of threw me off a bit. And uh, I think TK had mentioned something on my, uh, my video about, uh, you know, he likes peppermint and uh, it was mm-hmm. our, our Shea, I think, as a brewery. And he said, they make a good peppermint stout. And I just said, you know, I said, if I'm if I'm ever at your house during Christmas and, you know, there's candy canes missing off a, off your tree, you can rest assured that I did not take them <laughs> because, yeah. because I'm not a I'm not a big peppermint candy cane kind of fan. I've never have been for sure. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, boys, I'm going to have to jump off here. I got to actually head over to where Shane works and pick up my kid. She's working down there. Oh, uh, really? She works where oh, Shane's at there? Where's she working? Uh, she's down in the Grand Hall. She uh, she works for a, a local photo booth company. So, oh, I didn't know that. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. There's, cool. a, there's a Christmas party there tonight. So, is there really? Yeah, I think it's Great Wolf Lodge. Oh, out okay. Of Ohio? They give, or you have one up there? Obviously, we have one up here. Yeah, because you're in Ohio. Everybody, I'm just used to the one in Ohio, and everybody says Great Wolf Lodge. <laughs> yeah, we have a great we have a Great Wolf up here too. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So. So I'm gonna have to dodge out so I can go pick her up and for sure. I'll, uh, I'll catch up with you guys next Always week. Always great to have you on, my friend. All right, thank you so have much. I appreciate the Make sure y'all check out the Alcanuts. All right, for adios, sure. amigos. Cheers. Cheers, Ray. We'll hook up soon for that uh, creme brulee review. Absolutely, sounds great to me. All right, cheers, cheers, buddy. Speaking of which, for those of you watching, give me one second here.
I'm going to see if this actually works to pay the bills for a little bit. <laughs> it may or may not. I don't know. Nope, it didn't. They gave me a button here to try to do something. I wanted to see if it actually worked. Where you could actually click the button and it will right. pop up an ad. <laughs> I thought I heard something. Oh. <laughs> But it didn't. Oh, so you can that's you can fine. actually force an ad on your live channel? Yeah, it was, that's what it's supposed to do, but it didn't do it. But I was just curious if it would anyway, so I had to try it at some point. So, oh, you might as well. I mean, if it's going to get you a couple cents, you know, whatever. Yeah. What the hell, right? But every every couple cents helps. That's for sure. Well, any any cents helps me. <laughs> yeah, really. Right. <laughs> well, and that's what I tell people. I'm like, you. I mean, everybody knows. Pretty much everybody knows where I work, but I can't afford to go and play where i work i mean yeah. i mean not that i'm allowed to but even if i could even if i was allowed to i can't afford to go play where i work for yeah. the love of god that's like because you have to go to a different one right because i know people down here in the states they can't go to one they work at they have to go to a separate location if they want to yeah yeah there, there's there's some place like i know i know down in vegas or at least the last time i was down there which was god 12 years ago probably um i know some of the uh, some of the casinos, like if the employees can still play in the casino, like off shift kind of thing, but they're, I mean, they're really strict. Like you have to be on your best behavior because you're still, even though you're uh, a customer, you're still representing the company. Right. Right. Cause right. people will recognize you like, Oh, Hey, this guy just dealt to me like an hour ago and here he is playing, you know, poker or blackjack or whatever the hell it happens to be. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That makes sense for sure. Yeah. Uh, Mercy at PA, the knob head pour is the only way to pour. Oh, see, I like them already. There we go. Knob head pour. <laughs> Next time, wave all your fingers at me. <laughs> you just gave the ones, <laughs> but that was a pretty that was for PA, though. That was for PA. That was, that was true. That was for PA. That wasn't for you, Vanessa. I would never, Vanessa, I would never ever do that to you for the love of God. Never. The head will always settle. An ice man pour will never frost. Well, there you go. Yeah, so per- I, yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm going to crack open another beer before I open this beer. I feel like I have to give it the uh, the proper opening. Yeah, baby. So we got the Firestone Double DBA. That sounds like something from wrestling, too. <laughs> does it? Yeah, it does for sure. <laughs> Imperial Special Bitter Ale aged in bourbon barrels, 12.3% ABV. So nice Ooh. to you take in a box. So, funny story about this most places you end up picking this up, and it's usually about Anywhere from like twelve nine nine to fourteen nine nine or whatever, I ended up going to a spot in New Jersey when I was visiting last time. Walked into one of the stores. This thing was in there for like six ninety nine, six ninety nine. So I grabbed a couple. I'm gonna crack this one open up so I can enjoy it. This is uh, vintage number four batch ten thousand Firestone Walker. If you haven't had Firestone Walker, they do some pretty good beers from off the West Coast. What size? And uh, I have had some videos that I put up on some of their stuff. It's so great that I can actually get their beers now because in Ohio, which is weird because it's closer to the West Coast, you can never really find their stuff. And then I come out here on the East Coast and you can find their stuff. Here is a look 
at the bottle itself as well. So let's go ahead and get this baby in. And uh, I don't know if I've had the, uh, I don't know if I've ever had an Imperial special bitter, like basically, because I've had ESBs before, but they have it at an Imperial level and barrel age. That's like Joey Woe from back in the day. Whoa, you know. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, now did you say that was batch 10,000? Yeah, batch 10,000. Wow. And I was trying to see on here if it had the number or anything else on it. Do, 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 do. No, this number four is the only thing it said on there. Imperials, uh, special bitter ale, aged in bourbon barrels. Doesn't say what bourbon or anything like that. But uh, Firestone Walker is pretty solid. We'll slide the dragon milk off. We'll put that on. And here's a look from the pour. It's got a deep, dark, brownish, red, red brownish color, actually. Because when I back it up and get the light on, it's like a reddish brown. Head came out about a finger. Now it's about just under half a finger. Aroma-wise, getting the maltiness, getting like dark fruit action, raisin, kind of figish. Almost toward a barley wine, but I'm not getting like a black licorice feel that I sometimes get with the barley wine. But very aromatic. I mean, comes out very nice along those lines. If you can see any of the, you can see the carbonation right there, that bubble action. Bubbles like, let me in your belly. Oh, that is smooth. That is like velvety smooth. That's like Elvis on a velvet painting smooth. That's how smooth that is. That's, you know. Nice. Oh, and it, and it has like a smacking of a toffee caramel mix on the back end that just hits you in the back of the lips. Mm. This, is, this is really good. That's, that sounds really like, good, for sure. <laughs> for $6.99 a bottle, that's that's some good shit. That's some good shit right there. That's not bad. And the flavor's just lingering. It's definitely got, you know, you get you get sense that it's probably got more alcohol in it, but you don't really get the booziness coming through. It's just so smooth in how it goes down. It's just like a layered feel on your tongue and in the upper part of your mouth, roof of the mouth behind the lips, like I mentioned. Just all the flavors to the front. You get that dark fruit type feel in the mouth as well. Oh, this is really good. This uh I almost want to say it's almost like I'm trying to think of the right word, but almost like a hickory type sensation. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is. If you see this out there, I'm just usually like it says twelve ninety nine a bottle. It's definitely a, a good buy. Um, 
Is the twelve ninety nine good? I mean, I've got other ones that tw- I bet from the other Firestone Walker stuff. So if you're getting Parabola and some of the other stuff, you're paying that anyway. This is right, right. as far as being a nice one to check out. Um, almost has a little bit of a tilt towards a strong ale, but a lot smoother than a strong ale. You know, small, some strong ales can hit you with like kind of a roughness to them. This one doesn't hit you with that. This is just silky smooth. I mean, this is. You know, if you put like a Marvin Gaye, let's get it on into a beer, this is kind of what you come up with in that, like that feel, just like, let's get it on. Like, that's just singing all through this beer right now. Just like sit back, put your feet up, get in the lazy boy, and just enjoy. Nice. That sounds Ooh. great. I like the sounds a, of that one. Yeah, I have a review that I'll do on it upcoming on another bottle that I have. But, oh, man, this is one, this is one you want to sit down you want to take your time with too it also has a little bit of that candied feel in there and i mentioned on some of the other reviews it doesn't go full like toffee or butterscotch because it makes me think kind of like the old werther's candies kind of along those lines and for me when i think of werther's you might be the same way shane as well because we're the same age basically and I don't know up there if you like your grandfather or grandparent, like they would give you like the word this type candy, like you'd have the candy dish there or whatever like that. Yeah, and of that's course. When I was a kid, they, they'd have the candy dish there. And that would kind of takes you, it takes me back to those memories of enjoying right. that kind of thing. So it's kind of got like a little bit of that touch in there. This is very nice. Well put together by Firestone Walker, but. That sounds great. I, I, I would definitely be into something like that for sure. Yeah. That sounds yeah. great. Almost a little molasses if that's a word, because I make up words on the show sometimes. So, that's our age. Say molasses, I'm gonna say molasses. We like, touched to it. So. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with a beer like that. Like, you know, you get yeah. the, the stronger beer, just a full of flavor. Um, I did a I did a review uh, a week or two ago when uh, Brian the Beer Snob came up here, and I had Brian and Ray and Paul from the Alkanots, and we tried this uh, Bourbon County reserve stout which was fantastic is that the um, one never from had... uh which one was that one that's from what year that's uh 2021 2021 okay yeah this one i actually got from uh mallory and chew uh when i was okay. down there at the, the get together um this is like a special prize for something and i saved it for a special occasion and you know when brian the beer snob comes into town all the way from atlanta and he comes that's all the way up special... to canada yeah yeah, you know, and like I said, I got I got Ray and Paul from the Alkanauts up here. I said, hey, Brian's in town. You guys need to come to my house tonight because we're going to be here. And just it was just cool for the four of us to do it. And I wish I had more of these because this was a fantastic stout. It was uh, 15.6%, I think. Yeah. Uh, not that you could notice it. And it was just so, so flavorful. I'm sorry. We have some spots around the States where we can find those in surplus. But go ahead. Oh really? Oh okay. Yeah. Um, like I said, Ray Ray wasn't really fussy on this one. Um, but the other, like me, Brian, and Paul, we loved it. Like it was, it was so good. Uh, there was something with the, uh, like the prune, raisin kind of mm-hmm. or figgy kind of flavor that Ray's not really big on, which is great. And it was great to have all four of us have all of our different opinions because everybody has a different palate, right? Like. You know, like I don't like sours, and Brian does like sours, and you like, you know, stouts, and maybe the next guy doesn't like stouts. Um, but it was just really super cool to have four guys all together trying the same beer, and yeah. giving their own little little take on it, right? No. But that one, yeah. that one you've got there sounds fantastic too. I it would, is. I, I mean, yeah. Have you had Firestone Walker before? 
Uh, I don't believe so. You I don't get, think I've had any of them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it took me the longest time because I could never really get it when I was in Cincinnati and stuff. And then finally, I think before I moved, we started getting 805, which is like one of their um, loggers, I believe. And then that was a pretty decent one. And then I get out here and it's like a distribution is so screwed up and how you do it. It's like, wait a minute, I can get Firestone Walker out here now. I couldn't get that before. It's just like this is weird how the right. channels actually run, right? So I'm able to get all different type of stuff from them. And then when I go to Jersey, I see their stuff. And I see like Bourbon County, like a couple of the Bourbon Counties I've got, they were just sitting on the shelf in New Jersey because they have so many other beer stuff that like right. people weren't buying it. And they're like, oh, I'm not going to buy that. That's like $13.99 a bottle or this is $20. Like, like up there, like this is good stuff. How do you not sell this but stuff? It's, it, you know? it's, yeah. There's a reason. There's a reason it's twenty bucks a bottle. Yeah, because it's good, right? And that's and I think a lot of I, I think that happens to a lot of uh, beer people, especially guys who are maybe just starting into craft beer or don't drink yeah. craft beer at all. You know, they'll they'll see this. I, I I don't know how much this was. I've I've been told like fifteen or twenty five bucks. I don't. I honestly don't know how much this bottle was, but they'll see that and they're like, why would I pay? $15 for a bottle of beer when I can get one for, you know, a dollar 50 or whatever the hell, you know, whatever it is, a yeah. regular drinking beer is. But there's a reason it costs that much more. Dude, just pick one up. Just yeah. pick one up. Well, for the because one you, you got know. there, I can't remember what that one was, but I will say like this year, I got the Angel's Envy and I got the Eagle Rare and the Eagle Rare was in something like that. The Eagle Rare was like 44 per bottle. Right. Angels Heavy was 44. So that was probably a little higher because they, when they put like in that kind of packaging, those are usually more the higher ones. The other ones they'll have in a regular bottle, you just get. So good deal. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Cheers to Dave I, as well. Dave, make sure you check your Instagram. That's why I sent it to you, by the way. So Dave, Dave what's going front. on? Cheers, sir. Um, I had to go back to see. Yeah. So my, uh, while you're doing that, I'm, I'm, on, the, I'm on the hunt right now. Uh, last year, my, 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 no, my beer goal last year was to try Hetty Topper. So I took an, I, I took a nine and a half hour drive from my house to, uh, Stowe, Vermont, went to the Alchemist Brewery and got myself a Hetty Topper and a Focal Banger. And I tried a sour that they made and everybody knows I'm not a sour person, but the sour that they made was fantastic. And the Hetty Topper was off the charts. And the focal banger was actually, I hate to say this. I hope no, there's no really big heady topper fans. Focal banger is like this much better than heady topper. Okay. But, okay. But well worth the, like I said, nine and a half hour drive. I went down there with my buddy, Matt. We camped out there for the weekend. Um, but this year's, so that was last year's goal. This year's goal is to get my hands on a bottle of Utopias. Oh yeah, that's, you told me about that. I'm trying to get yeah, that. that, yeah, that's yeah, this year's. Yeah. Well, it's hard because I, we can't get it up here. Like they don't have it anywhere up here. Okay. So I've got to kind of plug around. Um, maybe I need to get a hold of uh, Anderson, who uh, co-hosts uh, with Beer Day with TK, because he does a lot of traveling. Okay. And uh, he he managed to pick one up for him and TK, and I think he paid four hundred dollars for it. Okay. Um. So I'm I'm hoping I can find somebody that can get me one. Like I'll, and I'll pay them for shipping. And well, if I, if I find some spots, I'll let you know. I've, I've only seen it one time in my lifetime. I didn't know buying it at that time, but that was out in, in Ohio. But right. I've actually connected with some different spots down here. And I think um, that last unboxing was one of the other stores that connected with one of our places where I got the uh, Bourbon County stuff and ended up meeting the beer manager and stuff. We kicked it off nicely. And 
So now it's like we're looking to work on some stuff together. But if he would be a kind of a spot where that might show because he had a lot of unique stuff there. That's like, right. okay, I'll be back down here some more because you're getting some other stuff in. I'm not seeing it at the other spot. So that's why right. you got to keep a circuit. You got to keep a circuit of where you're going to go. But I do have <laughs> when I do beer news, I got some good news for you about Canada as well. If you don't know when I do beer. Oh, news perfect. Okay. Bit. Yeah. Cheers, Dave in the house. Beer in front. What is up, my friend? Nothing. Nothing. How's it going, gentlemen? Good. good. How, how, are, how are you, you Dave? Cheers, buddy. Good, Dave. What's going on, Shane? How's I'm the, good, uh, buddy. Good. How's the how's the back going and everything? I'm still holding off. I got the, a couple <laughs> days after Christmas, so I need to get the epidural injection. So I'm just kind of holding uh, off until then. Ooh, that does not sound pleasant, sir. No. Yeah, and they're like, you know, you need to bring somebody with you because we're going to have to like put you out for a little bit. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, I got to get somebody to drive me. But I wish they would have told me a month ago when, you know, we knew we were going to get this. You should have told me to bring somebody with me. I could have had this done last week. <laughs> right. I feel like the viewers are like, why is Rod running the old guy show tonight? Everybody's like getting banged up or hurt or yeah. sick or something. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing for beer. We could kind of uh, help you, help with the pain. That's why I keep Todd and Mal around. They're younger, you know. They yeah. have to vibe, the vibe. Mal's fighting the flu right now. So. All right. <laughs> you, you just need to you need to rename your uh, live streams to Rod J's Geriatric Thursdays. Yeah, right. right. Get all get all the old guys on here that are sick and dying and orthopedic, but still enjoy right beer. Here. Yeah, well, exactly. It's funny because I used to have like some people ask me like, "Well, did I tell my age?" And like, "How are you like? Like, you don't even look that age. Like, you look younger." Like, because I work with a lot of millennials and wise, so I try to keep yeah. up with them. That keeps me younger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, for sure. You can't be the old guy walking around the office, right? So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so what are you drinking tonight, Dave, my friend? You know, someone brought this over yesterday, so I just figured I'd give it a try from Bell's. It's a golden ale called No Yeah. It's not bad. Ooh pretty easy drink and i think it's only four and a half percent but i'm like all right i'll crack this open and see what it's like yeah it's pretty decent nice nice oh bell's, bell's usually makes some pretty decent beers i mean i've only had a couple of them up here but they're, yeah, they're pretty I mean, decent the ones i've tried nice golden ale not overly hoppy you know just a good easy drinking solid beer nice well now that i got you on from chicago representing the chicagoland area have you made your final run to metropolitan yet yeah, we went, uh, I met, uh, I don't know if, uh, I think you know him, Brian, uh, or Brian from St. Louis, 3-1 poor. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He drove up on, uh, what was it, Monday uh, to come up. So I met him there, and there was like a lot of people there, like who's who in the Chicago brewery scene was was over there. So yeah, I ma we made it out. The owner was handing out shots of Malort to everybody. Uh, oh, but yeah, it was kind of sad. So I don't know if I'm going to make it because they close for good Sunday. So I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make it like one more time. But yeah, I went this week to say goodbye. Nice. It was great. I, I went down, I was down in Chicago in July for the beer tubers get together. Mm -hmm. And one of the places we went to was Metropolitan. And I yeah. love that place. It's the location was so awesome, like right yeah. on the water, like the way it is. Mm -hmm. um, and they had some really great loggers there, a lot of German style stuff. Um, and then uh, I heard it was closing down and I was like, I'm like, really? Like I got to go to this place just the one time. Yeah. And then uh, one of the ladies that I met down there, which was a friend of Mallory and Chews who were hosting, um, she posted up some pictures just yesterday, the day before, I think of what it looks like now and it's like 
I'm like, I'm so I, I'm glad I got to go and visit it one time before it closed because it was yeah. the location. The location is just it's a bomb. That location was a bomb. It was really awesome. Yeah, I had to pick up a couple glasses to hold on to and grab a couple, you know, couple last twelve packs to savor. So, yeah, they had when I was there. They were just finishing the keg. They had this barrel aged Doppelbach. That was just Ooh, uh, phenomenal. I mean, you think a barrel age like 12, 13, 14%. This was only like seven, but it was so flavorful. I mean, it was absolutely perfect. Right. Very mm. nice. Like I said, so, I they're they're I like their beers there. They were they were all solid beers. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a huge lager slash pilsner guy, but the, the ones that I did try, which is probably like four or five different ones were all solid beers. Oh yeah. Like I again the location was just I loved it. The location was so awesome. I loved it. Yeah, you know, we're, we're all kind of talking like what's going to go in here, but you know, I don't know. Like we've had we had a ballast point here close a couple years ago with the pandemic. Huge spot and that's still closed. So I don't know what's going to go in there if they're just going to utilize that space for maybe like weddings or like a like to rent it out because i mean it's a wonderful like you mentioned it's a wonderful spot but absolutely yeah, hopefully yeah. another brewery could get in there because it's ideal location yeah for sure like I said, it, was, it was just such... go ahead, oh, no, Sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine go ahead go ahead say you got it i was just gonna say it, the location there is just it's so awesome like it's so mm. so so scenic like you just you know, you know you walk out those side doors and you're right there on the water you know watching yeah. the, the paddlers and stuff like that it, it was so nice it's just a great place to just sit and drink a nice quality beer yeah now you didn't get out there when you were in town did you Rod? no i didn't get a chance to get over there the only time the only thing i got to hit was uh hot butcher when we got together that night um mm-hmm. but yeah i would have liked to but i didn't I mean obviously you don't know yeah who knew yeah there. yeah right but uh it's always sad you know one of the things we talked about it last week on the show some of the different closings and things that were taking place across the board that we're seeing. It's funny. I saw another report today that showed like by 2030, it's like 1.25 billion estimated for the beer space here in America and the craft. So it's kind of like they see growth out there, but we're seeing more of a shrinkage of some of the breweries right now or a consolidation. Yeah. Like some of the breweries are getting together on stuff, but it's kind of an interesting type thing we're kind of moving through, but you felt you knew at some point something was going to have have to happen um, because every community couldn't every every community wanted a brewery, but every community couldn't support that brewery. So yeah, so yeah, it's kind right. of like thinning out the herd a little bit now. Yeah, you know, unfortunately for the ones that are closing. Yeah, yeah, but some are being absorbed by others, which is great. Some are teaming up, so we're still keeping people employed in the industry, and there's still some good things happening. So. Uh, I can tell people if you like that community brewery, make sure you support them. Make sure you're yeah. out there because you never know when it could actually happen. And when I did the video, I know you did the video too, which I'll talk to you in a second here on the Ravinia thing. But you know, one of the things I made note of is like the festival's got these deep pockets going after Ravinia that does it, and that's like a lot of craft breweries. Margins are thinner than people might assume they are. Yeah, so there's not much money in a lot of them. A lot of them doing it from the love from the thing there. They're hoping to get big maybe one day on a lot of them, but. The thing is, you're not making a ton of money when you're out there kind of doing it. Mm-hmm. So, but it's good to see that you are going to be doing a follow up. You mentioned that to me earlier um, when we were texting back. So you got a nice piece you're working with them on, hopefully to kind of bring some more light to it. And uh, yeah, they reached out to me this afternoon, 
on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, I'm, you know, playing, you know, tag back and forth, seeing if we can get together next week. And, uh, you know, they made it sound like, you know, the festival's not playing ball. So they reached out to me like, you know, Hey, we'd like to talk next week. So hopefully we can get something set up and I'll get that episode out right away. Nice. So I don't know if you knew or not, cause uh, Mal works with Ravinia. Okay. So, so that's one thing. Like she's seen some of the stuff and provided some details, but you know, I did the video and stuff, and she's been trying to lean on them to try to get it. Because I told her like you got to get more of a groundswell taking place. Because a lot of people yeah. might be familiar with taking, but if you get it out there and get that ground support behind you okay. and things like that, you can kind of drive stuff. So she's been talking with the owners about. It, so it's great you're going to benefit because I, I mentioned like Dave, he's right. He's a Chicago guy. Yeah, I mean they yeah. they have two locations. They're one in the city. Yeah, I mean it's not even 10 minutes from the house. So, you know, I'll just, you know, drive over there. Hopefully if that's the one they want to do it at, you know, I told them like what days I'm free next week. Or I said, if not, we could always do like a zoom type fail. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck with that for sure. I'm great. I'm great yeah. to see your coverings. I want to see more exposure on it. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It just seems to me, in my opinion, just from the articles I've read on, you know, local Chicago Tribune and other websites. It just seems like a ridiculous lawsuit. And they're just like, the festival just seems to be bullying. So yeah, yeah. I'd like to hear the the brewery side of the story. Yeah, it's funny because one of the things I commented on the video I did was like, so if a music store decides they're doing a grand opening and they want to put music out there, or there's a festival coming after them too? Because now yeah. there's many music being played at the music store. So it's just, it's right. a bunch of corporate BS in my opinion. Yeah, so. you know, and like the name of that community predates the festival. So I don't yeah. see where they have a leg to stand. I, it'd be like, you know, the Sierra Nevada mountains wanting to sue the brewery <laughs> because they have the name Sierra Nevada. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not a lawyer, but it just doesn't make any sense to me. No, no, not at all. Absolutely. But I, but I did stay at a holiday Inn last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Adam said he pours 80% of the beer, hard pour, and then wait for it to settle, then pour carefully pour it. You don't have to fear the beer though, Adam. You can yeah. still just go don't get right fear, in the never it. never yeah. fear the beer. Yeah. Never fear the beer. What were you guys pouring? Because I switched over from watching on YouTube to this. So there was like a lag of a minute where I missed what you were uh, doing. I was you missed my Ric Flair opening for it. This okay. is I almost want to drink the other one because this is so damn tasty. This is from Firestone Walker, the oh, okay. DBA. So this is their special batch that came out. So special, they brought it in a box. You had to get it in a oh, box. Yeah. So oh. 12.3 ABV, Imperial Special Bitter Aged in Bourbon Barrels. Okay. And this is as smooth as it can be. Yeah, I heard you mention it was kind of like yeah. a Marvin Gaye, Barry White type thing going on yeah. in a glass. Yeah, yeah. It's it's smooth as Let's get yeah. it on in a glass for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, you might have this. One, it, right? it, it sounded fantastic. Sounded fantastic <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah, you you split this with your other half. You might end up with a baby in a, coming in nine months. I'm just saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm too old, Slim. Not, not coming here. I'm way too old. <laughs> but yeah, it's really a tasty one. So I have another mm-hmm. one that I'll do a review on at some point okay. here. But uh, so yeah, we try something different here. The first one mm-hmm. I had was the one you saw. I think the dragon's milk oat milk. Okay. So. Uh, Hard pour directly in your gall. That's what we used to call chugging or funneling, as you said. Or I, might be the I cannot do yeah. that. Yeah, I can't chug or funnel. I've never been able to, and I, I'm good with that. I'm not. I'm not 20 anymore. Like I'm in my 50s. Yeah. I don't need to chug or 
do funnels anymore. That's for I'm, sure. I'm pretty sure at WVU because we were number one party school nation, and I might have got a college credit for it because we parked so much. Time. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, would beer survive and ice lose? Well, it should. I think it could. Yeah. yeah. Why, why wouldn't it? For sure. I'm gonna be fine. Guinness for an extra stout. That is Vanessa's favorite one. It's my favorite one from Guinness too, for the most part. Oh, no, Although, I think I, I think she likes the dragon's milk, doesn't she? Isn't that well, her? She, well, she, has her, she likes for an extra stout and dragon's milk. Those are her two beers she keeps. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I will say when Guinness did their um uh, let's see, Dublin Porter, I think, and their Antwerp and stout, those are both good too. And their milk stout was actually pretty decent. So they do specialty ones they do once in a while. Like right now at the brewery, you can get their Guinness IPA. Like everybody's like, Guinness has an IPA? Yeah, they do. Oh. They don't put it on the mass market. You can get mm-hmm. it at the brewery or you can get it local. Oh, I had no idea. It. Yeah, yeah. Now, are you able to get like the holidays the last couple of years here? They had like a gingerbread stout. Mm-hmm. And I think they had one that was like a takeoff of the old fashioned drink. Were yeah. those available by you? Because the gingerbread was pretty decent. Yeah, they're all actually done out of the Baltimore location. Okay. So I can get them all. Because, though, Guinness, one thing I'll say about Guinness, they really do study their market and their metrics on where to put things. So, like, when they did a foreign extra stout, for the longest time, you only had it in three areas around the world you can get it before they started experimenting with it. Because they they went by the palace. So, like, in the Caribbean and in parts of Asia and then parts of Africa, there was a sweetness to the Guinness foreign extra stout that was more looked upon that like than it was like say in Ireland where they had the regular stout or the extra stout. And then they opened it up for other stuff. So like the American beers, they did that with like the Guinness blonde, the Guinness IPA, the gingerbread, the old fashioned, there's certain ones they're only doing for the American market, trying to match it out to the palate. They might they might bleed up to Canada as well, Shane. You might see some of that stuff coming your way too. But I haven't to, seen it yet. But yeah, yeah. Like I said, I haven't seen it yet, but I definitely pick it up. Like any anytime I see something new, especially like if it's like a like I remember when the first time I saw a Guinness Blonde, I was like, oh my god, okay. Like I, I again, I'm not a fan of Guinness really. Um, mm-hmm. I'll drink it, but you know, I, I'm not going to go buy it, you know, on purpose. Um, but I saw the Guinness Blonde. And I'm like, oh, I got to try this, and it, it was decent. I didn't mind the Guinness Blonde at all. It was it was okay. And the funny thing about the Guinness Blonde, so that was done here in the Baltimore market, and the Guinness they just actually just sold off part of their stuff here, and they decided to not make the Guinness Blonde anymore. Supposedly, now you can get oh. it on tap for whatever reason. They got it on tap there now, but they felt heat from it. So one of the local breweries here in Baltimore said, well, if you're not going to do it, we'll go ahead and make it. You know, and they were like. No, nah, we don't want to sell it to you. We want to keep the recipe to it or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I guess they felt so much heat now that they're starting to put on draft again because I just saw their weekly drafts and Guinness Blonde was on there after they had pretty much said they weren't going to make it anymore. So, But Wait. that was designed in Baltimore for the American market. Yeah. Like you would know more than I would, Rod, but wasn't there like a local politician? I don't know if it was the mayor or somebody else in Baltimore that was like trying to petition them to keep that mm-hmm. the blonde going. Yeah, that was like the mayor I'm here, and they were trying okay. to do that. And then if they didn't keep it, to have another brewery go ahead and make it. I forgot All what right. brewery was going to step in to do it. I want to say I don't think it was Checker Spot or somebody, but they um, offered to go ahead and make it. And then Guinness was like, "Uh, we don't really want to sell to that or whatever." So, 
they decided to, you know, maybe they're remaking it now. Maybe they felt the pressure of it because people do like the Guinness blonde here. And, okay. You know, they got the little yeah. Maryland flag on it and stuff like that. So, oh, you know, it's got like the whole community type feel. It's like, wait a second. Right. Um, See, that's one of the things I, I just like, like when a, when a brewery has, you know, like a, they come up with a solid beer. And, and again, I, I understand everybody's palate's different. What I like, you know, you mm-hmm. might not like, um, Cause and when they they have a beer and you absolutely love this beer, and then all of a sudden they discontinue it, and that that drives me nuts more than anything. Not not the the brewery hasn't closed or anything, but they take whatever the recipe is, and yeah. it's gone, and you can never have that again. And that drives me absolutely bonkers because oh, there's a like uh, Flying Monkeys, which you guys probably all know, uh, yeah. it's a big brewery up here. They distribute all over the place. Um, they used to do a beer called. Um, smash bomb atomic and it was a absolutely fantastic ipa and i guess what had happened is their their head brewmaster had moved to a different brewery and because that was his that was his recipe um flying monkey said you know what we're not going to make this anymore because that is your recipe we're not going to steal it we're not going to continue on with it that is your recipe you know you move along and it was a great beer and i absolutely hated the fact that i cannot get that beer anymore because i used to drink that all the time yeah, it was such a great beer. Yeah, they have some pretty good. Yeah, they end up losing that when somebody leaves on her. But if you ever do talk to Flying Monkeys, let them know. We try to keep it under sixty characters for YouTube. Let's work on those titles. They got some long titles wow. in their shit. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Flying Flying Monkeys and another bad one is uh, Great Lakes Brewery up here, which is different than the one you guys have in the states. Yeah, uh, I think your Great Brewery, Great Lakes Brewery, is in Ohio. Yeah, uh, ours is. In, mm-hmm. Yeah, ours is just outside of Toronto in a little town called Etobicoke. Um, same thing, like the, the writing on the side of the can is just like, it, it covers like three quarters of the can basically. Like <laughs> here's the story, but it's entertaining at least. I mean, you got something yeah. to read while you're drinking a beer. It's an entertaining little story about either how they came up with it or some kind of little play on whatever the beer name was. So I, I enjoy that. I always enjoy that about flying monkeys at least. Well, as long as it's your first beer, after a few beers, you're not going to read a bunch. Of that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, you, you, I mean, if you do, if you're going to do a couple beer reviews during the day, yeah. If you're going to do a couple beer reviews during the day, make sure a Flying Monkeys is your first one that you do. Yeah. Because there's there's a lot of reading to do. That's for sure. Uh, as I remember having a cacao and peppermint imperial stout, and that was decent, twelve percent, but decent. The mine off, the mint offset the sweetness. Nice. Yeah, it is yummy. This is very yummy, Vanessa. Um, what vape machine is that? Shane, I'm thinking of making leather cases for some. <laughs> um, the one that I use is called... Uh, <laughs> it's, I've never had anybody ask me that before. That's kind of weird. Um, I use the... I use the. It's called a Geek Vape. Uh, oh. This is a, their two... I, know, I think they do a one battery model. This is their two battery model. Um, I quit smoking cigarettes a couple of years ago. I've been using this. I'm, I was in, in the hopes of get off cigarettes, go to a vape, go to a vape and get off the vape. But I've been on this for a couple of years now, so I'm probably yeah. never going to quit. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing the, I'm seeing a potential deal here, a deal here for Shane's leather vape thing. So that is Shane's logo. That'd be you great. Vanessa can work out a deal and v- sell it Vanessa, like, sir, if <laughs> Vanessa, if you, if you want to make me a vape, a leather vape cover for this, I will, not only will I pay you for your time and the materials, 
I will pay for the shipping and absolutely everything else. And I, I've always told you, I've, I'm, I'm a big fan of Vanessa. I don't know if anybody knows that. I'm a big fan of everything that Vanessa does. You like and every, yeah, yeah, we all are. Her, yeah. her, her leather work, her cooking, and just all the stuff that she does. She's just yeah. such an amazing person. She's awesome. Well, you, need some, you need some of this beer based oil. You can make like vape juice out of hops. Oh. I mean, this is a. Uh... Oh, there we go. This is Amarillo, because I know, and I have a, a mosaic one in the fridge from another company. But, yeah, this is like pure hop oil. Oh, there oh we go. shit. There we go. I can mix, I can mix my own freaking vape oil and be sitting there. there like, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's like I'm having a beer. That'd yeah. be great. That'd be fantastic. You kidding me? Another buzz. That sounds like a good video idea for Dave and how you can make that into vape oil. That yeah. could be a great video right there. There you go. <laughs> you know, I, I, breaking bad <laughs> shit here, yeah. <laughs> that'd be great yeah you, you should totally do that because i mean that, that's I your idea so i see 100k it. views in your future dave <laughs> right <laughs> yeah beer beer vape i mean what a great title be, just even something simple like beer vape oil yeah yeah like guys guys would be all yeah. over that are you kidding me yeah. you know, vanessa, vanessa mentioned a fruitcake that's the other thing so in this one you can get like a fruitcake type feel she mentioned a fruitcake and i was trying to piece it together that's something you can get in here too. You can get that with some of the, the barley wines as well. Fruitcake stout. I don't know if I've really had a fruitcake stout, but the barley wines are pretty close that you can find some of that stuff there, mm -hmm. which is funny because if you ever give me a piece of fruitcake, I wouldn't eat it. But if my beer tastes like it, I will drink the shit out of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's, it's funny. Like, I, I honestly don't. I only know like maybe like two people that actually like yeah. fruitcake. Yeah, I think I don't know how many people that like the fruitcake and stuff, but it's funny when you do these beers, you're trying to think, what is that thing? Fruitcake. That's what it yeah. is in here. And it's like, you know, you're fine. Like black licorice. I could never eat black licorice. I no. ate it as a kid for Halloween, right. but I'll get yep, black licorice too. in a beer and I'm like, oh, there's a little black licorice in here. Like I'm all perked up about it, you know? Like, it doesn't bother right, yeah. me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's funny when you, when you throw a flavor in beer, everything's okay all of a sudden, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. So funny. Yeah, you were right. Yeah, it's been up 20, 20 and up for a wine. So yeah. So some of the beer, like all the like I think people still some people still look at beers as kind of being like the low level, lower level type thing versus wine, but there's so much in beers on the more upscale when you look at some of the beers. Yeah. Right. For sure. Like for Utopia, was store New Year's Day had a bunch last year. So Vanessa might have it in only Utopia. Uh if if you if you can find, if you see one at like a local store and you have a couple of them there, Vanessa, please message me on Facebook or on my channel. Just comment on one of my random videos. I don't give a crap. Um, yeah, because I would definitely, I'll definitely take care of you for that for sure. And we were talking about Bourbon County earlier. This is the man right here, Dave. Talk with him because he knows a spot where it's usually half off after a couple months there. So he yeah. might be able to hook you up with some no. Bourbon County. <laughs> yeah, there's like a buddy of mine. And it's weird to like, the grocery store by me that has always carried it, they did not carry it at all this year. But yeah. like oh. one of my friend's stores that does have it, it seems like after like February, all the variants, 50% to 70% off. They just. No kidding. Yeah. Holy so crap. like he's gone out. I'm like, yeah, just I'll Venmo you the money. So I, as a rule, like I'll buy one bottle of the regular. But all the variants, I'm just going to hold off and see if I can get it for, you know, 10 bucks a bottle as opposed to 20. Sure. 
Yeah, it's not what like it's it going to go stale. Yeah, it's you know that's something you could age for a couple of years anyway. So whether you right. buy it in November or buy it in February or March, it's not going to make a difference. Right. I said I don't know if you were on at the time, Dave, but I got uh, I got this 2021 oh, uh, nice. the Bourbon County. Yeah, uh, I saw you hold it up. Yeah, um, and I loved it. And obviously, I mean that's brewed in Chicago, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that I can't get up here, and I'm so I'm really thankful to Mallory and Chu for gifting this to me. And I would definitely grab a couple more of these. So I mean, if you can hook me up, yeah, I'll like I said, I, I, I I'm I'm more than more than willing to do a beer exchange with oh, yeah, pretty absolutely. much anybody. So yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. for stuff I, I can't get. I get I, one of my spots here, Shane. If you want, I can check with them. But when I went out there, I got the Bourbon County for this year. They actually had a 30-year anniversary from last year. So it was like 49 or whatever, but they, they right. blended between three different barrels. Yeah. So Right. Like I said, I was I was really impressed with impressed with the uh, Bourbon County the Reserve series. Um it was fantastic. And I like I said, I I, I luckily I got to share this with like three other people because that is, you know, 15.6%. Um that'll knock you on your ass if you you know, down that <laughs> down that right. six hundred mil bottle that is there. You know, yeah, we've so. all done that before. Yeah, for the, for the oh, novice, yeah, for sure. For the yeah. novice, we're professionals, but for yeah. the novice spirit, that's right. Here, you know, that's right. Uh, well, let's do this. Let me jump. Well, I got you both here. Let's share a little beer news. I think I have stuff from air from both your areas on things. So perfect. Let me uh switch it over and buckle up, folks, because we're gonna do a little beer news, and these are my stand-ins for. Todd and Mal. I took a little time finding the damn button, so it wasn't like... (laughs) (laughs) That's all good. Um, So let's start off with Gay's Neck of the Woods, Ontario. Ontario. Okay. Yeah, you're about to get some good news up there, if you're not aware of it yet. Okay. I know you know about the LCBO. Yes, sir. But now they're announcing beer and wine sales will be going to convenience stores. Did you know about that? Yes, I did. I did hear about that. And one of the things that we have up here in Canada, um, we have uh, an outlet called the Beer Store. And that is where you basically go to get most, mostly mostly macros, like your your Canadian, your Bud, your Bud Light, your Labatt's Blue, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, with, with them going into the corner stores, like I, I, me personally, I go to the LCBO, the liquor control board of Ontario, because their beer selection is actually better than the beer store is as weird as that sounds. Um, but yeah, now with, uh, them having the beers in the corner stores, the, the beer store itself, I think within a couple of years, you're going to find that there's not going to be any more beer stores. Yeah. It takes, I mean, like in the States, we have some states that used to have like a state store versus other states where you could buy independent. It's hard to see states start to do away with a lot of state stores because other states were having more benefit of having people have independently owned. So it'd probably go the same way up there with the federally ran or government stores. So, right. But I thought that was good news. So I tried to stump, yeah. I tried to stump you on that one, but you know, it's, it's like I said, it's great. Like we have a couple, we have a couple of grocery stores up here that carry beer now, um, which okay. is, like revolutionary up, up up in Canada because it was either you had to go to the beer store or the LCBO. That was it. That was your two choices for beer. And now okay. we have, like I said, the grocery stores, and now we're going to have some corner stores. Um, I know there's one uh, 
one chain up here, uh, 7-Eleven, which you guys obviously know. Oh, yeah. You have yeah. that down there. Um, there's a couple LCBOs up here in Ontario now where you can actually buy a beer and drink it in the 7-Eleven, which to me is totally oh, fucking trashy. That's yeah. that's trash. Well, like, well, you, you buy a beer. Our, we can't drink it any 7-Eleven. I know. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, like, I mean, I mean, how, how trashy, I, I don't mean to be disrespectful or anything, but how trashy is that? You go into a 7-Eleven corner store and they have a little table set up there. You go and grab a, whatever the hell your beer is. Let's say I'm old <laughs> Canadian. And you sit inside the, the convenience store drinking a beer because you can't take it with you. Just throw yeah, in a brown just, paper bag and sit outside like the rest of us. Yeah, yeah like yeah, it's, it's, it's so... Stays, yeah, at least go a block away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I know uh, Ray, Ray, who was on earlier, uh, him and Paul actually did a, a review in the 7-Eleven because it was a brand new thing. And they got a beer from the 7-Eleven. They sat in the 7-Eleven drinking a beer. And they're like, this is just so weird. Like drinking well, we a beer have a couple grocery in a corner store. here that you could drink at. Yeah. There's a couple in grocery, a grocery store. store that they actually have like a little bar set up mm -hmm. and you could just sit at the bar at a grocery store. And I even think you could like walk around with it. Like they'll pour it in a cup or I'm not sure if that's all of them, but yeah, you could like have a beer inside the grocery store. As long as it's like <laughs> the one that they sell, you're not just like opening up you know, right. a six pack of something. That's like, if that is ever... go ahead. I was going to say that that is to me, that is so weird. Mm -hmm. Like I, I can't like me personally, I couldn't see myself going into a seven 11 grabbing a beer and sitting and drinking it inside the seven 11 yeah. or a grocery store. Like, Hey, I'm going to, you know, do my family's grocery shopping for the day. Hey, you know what? I feel like having a beer. So I'm just yeah. going to grab a beer and just sit here. And I, to me, that is just so mm -hmm. it's such an alien thing to me. Well, the seven 11 is a little different because yeah. it's so bright in there. It's like, you're supposed to get in and get out. So that's why they have the bright lights. Yeah. Right in the grocery right. stores, it's a little bit more not as bright, a little bit more kind of relaxed. So to Dave's thing, like if you ever watch the Jungle Gyms video on my channel, which people have watched that, and they're like, I cannot believe there's a store like that out there. Literally, you have like a huge, it's like a candy store for kids for the most part, like the beer section, but you actually have a bar section in it where they have like 20-something taps and they have stools and tables. Some people don't even go go there to shop, they just go there to drink uh, whatever's on tap there at the store. And this is like an international market. So you have the beers, you have like seafoods, you have, they have a hot sauce section that's bigger than a lot of people's offices, like just hot sauces. I mean, this place is like huge. And it's like, it's just like an event when you go there, it's like, I'm going to Jungle Gyms. All right. See you in a few hours. Yeah. You know, you're going to be there a while. You just know. But like Kroger, which is a national chain of grocery stores here in the States, in Ohio, they started putting, they put taps in the, the grocery stores. <laughs> So literally, you'd have like grocery That's, stores. You'd have like, I was <laughs> not to generalize, but you basically would have a lot of the men sitting around drinking the beer while their wives are shopping or whatever. Like, you see know? the one by me, which is called Mariano's, <laughs> but they're owned by Kroger. Like at the bar itself, yeah. there's I would say it's 50-50 as far as gender goes, but there's mm -hmm. just people sitting there drinking wine, drinking beer. I don't know if they serve like mixed drinks or hard liquor but you could have like a wine or a beer and people just sit there or like they'll go to like the little hot market and get like their lunch and sit there and eat at the bar while they have a beer right right and that's how it is with the kroger type things and it's like some people aren't even at a grocery shop they just like you know they work nearby or whatever yeah. or getting off it's like instead of going to the bar and 
tripping over people there, whatever they get them Kroger where you're not going to probably have that and just enjoy mm-hmm. some good beer or something. So, yeah. Yeah. So I know it's like the one by me, like they, they have like a pizza oven and all of mm-hmm. that. And I would get like a pizza to take home and they'll be like, well, it's going to be like 15, 20 minutes. You could shop or just go have a beer. So I would go have a beer. And then when I was done, I'd go pick up my pizza and go home. Right. <laughs> Some people just get the pizza and they come over to where the beer is and they just yeah. sit there and eat it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we have some of that happening around different areas, which they don't have it here in Baltimore as of yet. They're actually fighting right now where they're trying to allow the breweries to do some of this. There's some of the, some of the laws they have, and I'm going to talk about New Jersey here in a second, but just some of the things you can't do at some of the spots don't even make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, New Jersey seems yeah. like a hot mess. Yeah, yeah, so I'm going to talk about their thing in a second, but see if I can stump you, because the next right. story is about Chicago. Alright, bring it down. Sci-town, as the kids yeah. call it. <laughs> THC-infused drinks are now being sold in Chicago liquor stores. Now being compared to the craft beer wave that swept across the world a decade ago, they're seeing this as basically a new frontier. Have you seen any of these pop out yet? Are you aware that they're now bringing these to Chicago? I've heard that they were coming in, and I haven't seen it yet, but I haven't gone to, like, the big liquor store here is called Binnie's. So I haven't been to Binnie's in probably two to three weeks. They had the... The CBD ones there before, mm-hmm. but you know those won't get you high. But so no, I have not. I've heard it, but I have not seen it yet. But you know, I'll have to check out Benny's and see. You know, check one out for myself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So take a look around. You'll start seeing stuff, and uh, you and like Mao and Big Daddy Mojo is not here yet tonight, but he's in Chicago. But you guys are having the market where now it's being introduced. And if you never had a THC beer, I will tell you. One, it is still tasty, but two, it's definitely more of an experience. It's more yeah. of a, it's more of a chill type experience. I mean, yeah, you like is the buzz different? It's different in that when I had a couple of TC beers, it was more of a relaxed type feel. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like you were the amp type feel, but you were still feeling nice and relaxed and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I like the experience. So a lot of people like the TC beers because you're not getting that alcohol high so you're not going to crash that next day as much as the thc just like mm-hmm. if you're doing like an edible or something like that and everything yeah. like more a little more chill type thing so now with those i mean i'm assuming it's not going to be like something you're going to like pound down three or four in a night it's pretty much a one and done type deal yeah i mean you could do like one or two i mean it's, it's all tolerance right so yeah. when i did it like you know i wouldn't do probably more than two but it's kind of like it is THC, so it does have a little bit of that delay that still takes place with it. So don't okay. think you go in there and just knock out a six pack. Like I'm not feeling anything because yeah. just like an edible, or whatever, it will catch up to you. So yeah. you know, you do it, you enjoy it, take your time with it. You don't have to rush through it and everything like that. And mm-hmm. I just think you, you know, you chill. It was just chill. It was a different feel. Um, I don't usually have a point now where I drink and I have a hangover next morning anyway. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like a nice little get up in the next day you're fine you're you know mm-hmm. refreshed or whatever but during that nighttime it's kind of like you know you're more just chill mode you're not trying yeah. to you're not getting all hyped up and amped like a lot of people do with alcohol like if you're at a beer fest people are running all around rah, 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 rah. like yeah. you don't really get that type of thing you're more like just let's just chill let's grab some tacos let's yeah. kick back let's chill kick you know get some pizza or whatever it be and you know yeah it might even help me sleep with my back yeah, yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. So for the back, it's definitely yeah. going to help out there too. So, yeah. 
definitely something. But speaking of that same kind of line, hemp beers were now being seen as the next big thing as well. So it's kind of interesting when I saw that this week, just because it brought me back to thinking of the Hemperer with New Belgium from years mm-hmm. ago. That was one of the ones I reviewed, which was kind of interesting because you definitely had that big thing of hemp. And then I think it was out of Georgia, Sweetwater had a hemp type thing for a while. Yeah. And the company, but it kind of died down a little bit. But now they're seeing a ramping back up of some of the hemp beers taking place. So you may start seeing more of those pop up at some spots. Um, which the hemp beers didn't really bother me as much. I definitely say I think some people were thrown off by the the funkiness you get of it because you literally open up some of those and it's just like, whoa, is there like a joint in the beer? Like yeah. you just that whiff would hit you. I remember the beer fest we were at. We had one of the sweet water 420 beers. And Todd's wife Shannon was just like she was just put off by the thing. You know, me and Todd thought, no, this is great, but she, but that was too much for her. But you might start seeing some more hamper, hemp yeah. type stuff popping up. Um, I mentioned New Jersey, and I almost want to say because you hear like Murphy being a jag off, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like I got you. I can, but the jag off is your trademark thing. No, so you can go ahead and do off. it. I'm going to grab another one. I'll be right back. Okay. So for those of you in New Jersey, I don't know if you're still here or not, but um, the governor of New Jersey, which to me makes no damn sense whatsoever, he vetoed the law, basically now limiting food service again back from New Jersey breweries. Um, It's just like common sense to me. If you're drinking beer, you should be able to eat because that absorbs the alcohol. But in New Jersey... The elevator's not going all the way up to the top floor, so to speak. <laughs> so they don't want breweries to be able to offer food and provide things like that because of the restaurant lobby is saying, well, that's going to hurt our business. Like, like it's right. not going to hurt yeah, your business sure. to be able to have the, like all these other states are actually doing this. We know it works. And at the same point, you want people to come in there, pound a few beers, not get anything in their stomach and then get back on the highway. That makes no sense right. either. So exactly, it's 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 politics at work, but I'm just like, you know, I give shit when the right does shit that's not right. I give shit when the left doesn't do shit right, and this doesn't look right to me either. Like on the left, right. it's just like, what is the what is the thing that you're actually trying to stop here? So it's just that's right, and and that's one but, of the funny things. Like when, when I was down in, in uh, Chicago last year, or sorry, this summer, and, and also in Atlanta the year before. I thought it was really weird that a lot of the breweries didn't serve food mm-hmm. because up here in Canada, like every brewery has to serve food. It's, it's like a law. Yeah. So we went to, uh, I think one of the, one of the first places we went to uh, was a fire maker down in Atlanta and you couldn't get food. But if you wanted to buy a, a bag of naughty pretzels, which are fantastic, by the way, if you've never tried them, um, you could buy that. I'm like, really? This is the only food? And then uh, when we were in Chicago, um, actually, no, when we were in Atlanta, we, uh, Mallory and I, because uh, she had, we both had a craving for sushi. So we stopped at the sushi place and then we went to this brewery in Atlanta. And I'm like, are we allowed to bring this food in? Because mm-hmm. uh, up here in Canada, in. yeah, because yeah, up here in Canada, you're not allowed to. Like, that's yeah. not going to happen. It doesn't fly up here. And then the same thing when we we're in Chicago, we went to this one brewery. Um, God, I can't remember what the hell it was. Um, but we ordered in some. Well, you guys went to Hot Butcher. I know you order food there. Yeah, we we had Hot Butcher, but the, no, it was a, it was a different brewery we went to, and I can't maybe no, it wasn't Dovetail. 
Um, was yeah, Metro- I wasn't Metro- to delivered a dovetail before. Yeah. It wasn't Metropolitan. I'm sure I've got a coaster of theirs somewhere here. Anyway, it, it's irrelevant. Um, but it was just so weird um, to me that, you know, we went to this brewery and uh, Mallory had ordered a couple of the uh, authentic Chicago deep dish pizzas from Giovanni's. Well, is that the right? Giordano's. Yeah. Giordano's. That was it. And I'm like, this is so weird. Like, because to me, like, you couldn't do that in Canada because all of our breweries have food and that's what you have to have and you can't have outside food. Um, So it was just really, it was really weird for me personally. Like, it was just, it was so alien because, like, what do you mean you don't serve food? Like, every brewery in Canada does. So, like, oh no, we just have, you know, Grab some naughty pretzels off the wall there, and we'll you. <laughs> four or five, which are which are great. Don't get me wrong; I I totally enjoyed the naughty pretzels, and yeah. I grabbed several bags and several different flavors when I came back home. Yeah, uh, really good. But yeah, just just so weird to me because a lot Is of he- a lot of the, a lot of the breweries up here, um, their food menus are uh, they they tend to change uh, day to day because mm-hmm. they only serve like you know, hey, we got. Uh, you know, some avocados fresh today. So we're going to make like an avocado salad or something. So you never know uh, when you go into a brewery, you're not going to get the same menu uh, if you go back a couple days later. Right. Right. And see here in the States, it depends on what state you're in. Like, so New Jersey has this archaic thing where they're doing, but like when I was in Outland, Kentucky and Cincinnati and Ohio, like we have breweries in Ohio where you can have restaurants in there. So you can order food in like, you know, one of those things I saw, like Mad Tree, which was one of our breweries in Cincinnati, they actually had a pizza place in it that's leaving that to go to another brewery, but they're putting another restaurant in. But here in Baltimore, like when I went to Heavy Seas, which I'm going to have a Heavy Seas beer here in a second, I had to order in Wawa when I was there. I ordered in food to come in because they had no food to actually serve. It's so it's, it's how these states set stuff up. And to me, it's, there's, there's two things with the one having food in it in a brewery brings more, I don't say like health code, but it, it, it is health code, but it's more regulation. If you serve yeah. food and beer, which is right. funny because a lot of breweries are more cleaner than a lot of hospitals. That's a whole nother story for another topic. Oh yeah. Cause you, get, cause, you know, you can't have anything really disinfectant. Uh, you can't have anything affecting the, the beer and stuff being made. So they're very disinfectant friendly, but right. it's kind of like some places will get a food truck. So it'll be outside the premises, but some states like New Jersey, you can't even have a food truck. You only do it a certain amount of time during the course of the year. And it's just like, I go back and I look at this thing, like with Phil Murphy, who's their mayor, I mean, a governor, but maybe the beer is getting to me a little bit. Um, When we were doing the COVID shots, right? He was trying to get people to do a COVID shot. He's like, oh, do a COVID shot and you get a free beer from this brewery. So you were friendly to breweries back then when you're trying to get everybody to get the shots. And then after that, you're like, oh, screw the breweries now. It's like, how do you not that, like have the people get the food to and is the, and any yeah. anybody would tell you anybody in the medical professional I'm sure would tell you that if you're drinking having food is going to be helpful to absorb yeah. the alcohol sure and that's actually quite a brilliant idea get a you know get a covid shot and get a free beer that's a brilliant idea yeah yeah, yeah. like i mean that's that's never going to fly up here in canada but you know it's still a brilliant idea regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because it, it was a matter of trying to get people motivated for it, but it's just like the beer industry. I mean, depending on what state you're in, the road is an uphill road for a lot of places. So, um, for sure. so in a, in a interesting thing, 
Researchers say they discovered the first evidence of social beer consumption in the ancient Middle East after finding remains of cereal grains used to produce alcohol in a 7,000-year-old town. So that would take us back to the 5,000 BC, which when I saw this story, I don't know where this happened, but how did it go from BC to just BCE now? I'm like, no, what, the, what the hell is this BCE? And they're yeah, like, oh, for the, for the um, uh, what is it? The, uh, um, not the Christian, the non-Christian type. Um, begins with an S. I'm thinking, trying to get a word. Secular. Like okay. secular people. Like I'm secular. I'm not like the whole religious thing. I never said BCE. I still say BC or AD. So it's like, sure. now we got, what the hell has happened to our world? We got to keep coming yeah. up with these different acronyms for stuff. Oh, I do. <laughs> so, so I guess like before Christ errors, what was just wrong before Christ? Just yeah. like everybody cares? knew what it was. Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson isn't upset by it. So why yeah. should anybody else be? That's like the smartest dude in the world right now. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, but that's kind of cool. They found the remains there. And I think that was, uh, over in Israel, I think where they found like the thing there, but they found like old pots and stuff that had the grains and stuff in it. So just pretty cool. Just again, one of those historical type things that'd be kind of an interesting type find. And yeah, it's just and it's just a cool, out. cool little thing too, right? Like yeah. seven thousand yeah, years old. It had to like, be wild yeast, whatever was in the air. So there had to be no consistency. It was just whatever wild yeast and bacteria was in the air to ferment this stuff. Yeah, right. yeah, because I mean, back then when they were doing the original stuff, but I guess it was more towards like the group type things, and mm-hmm. they didn't have the hops and all that kind of stuff. But at the same point, just like we're three guys here talking about yeah. it, there were three guys back in this Israel little get together, yeah. drinking whatever they had and <laughs> doing the same yeah, thing. For sure, kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, for sure. Uh, and then some points you wonder, like, can you go too far in making beer? Is there just too far you can go? Well, one brewery, they're skeptical brewers, didn't think it would work. Apparently it does. So Crux Formation and I say Rogi is actually supposed to be Rogue Creamery. That was a typo. They created a beer with blue cheese being fermented in it. Yeah, I'm going to have to pass on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of blue cheese either, uh, like honestly. But you know what? There's a lot of people that like the blue cheese. They like that, that stinky, crappy I, mean, I love cheese. blue cheese, but I wouldn't have it in my beer. <laughs> They I, I, but but have you tried it though? Have no. you tried it? I'm lactose intolerant, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pass <laughs> oh, on that one. Yeah. Well, they have, have pills for that. that one. Yeah, no, you pop a couple of those lactose pills, and yeah, don't get no. me wrong, I I understand stomach problems. Believe yeah. me, pop a couple of those lactose pills, and maybe just try a little bit of it. You, no, you that's might like, like it. playing Russian roulette with my ass. So I'm not gonna do it. No, I'm gonna. Yeah, <laughs> I. I I understand yeah. you one hundred percent. Honest to God, I honestly do. <laughs> I mean, if you got the blue cheese, what the wings are next? I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But, and, yeah, and, but and and going going back to that, Rod, like you know, like when you go into a brewery, like you want to eat, like you know, whether it be like some wings or some nachos or just something mm-hmm. to snack on while you're having a beer, and it's just it it's so weird that a lot of these places don't do anything basically. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, they just can't. Cause like, I think with New Jersey, they can't have food. As a, they might be able to have like special events, like four or five times. I can't remember what the rule was, but they're limited. They can't have like an event there, but only like maybe six times a year. Like, they can't have like, oh, we're going to have Rock of Ages here tonight. We're going to have bands playing. They can only do that a certain amount of times, so and then they're limited. So it's 
It's right. a real big hole. Now, keep in mind, I grew up in New Jersey. New Jersey is a big, 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 and David probably knows from Illinois, same way, like a big union state. Mm-hmm. And the lobby hole from the restaurant and bar association is so huge up there. I think that's causing part of the issues there, too, from what they're putting pressure on the state government. But it's like there's states where it shows it does work to be able to have people be able to do this. No one's going to lose a business off of it. Yeah, it's kind of like people are going to go here, they're going to get food, so they're not going to your restaurant, but it's like most people are going to come to your restaurant another time. People don't go to your restaurant every night anyway. So it's yeah. kind of like, you know, and then there's their safety, like I said, the safety type issue. So yeah, it's just exactly. kind of crazy. But you talk about one of the cool things to do to get a free beer. I don't think we have Sam. I don't think we have Sam in the comments. I don't think Sam is here yet. So over in Australia, Kiwi Brewery creates first vending machine that lets users pay for their beer by slaying the guitar. Literally, they oh, have a really? guitar set up, and it follows your fingerprint stuff on the guitar. And if you can nail the song, it's the, the computer will rate you out on stuff. And you hit a certain score, you get a free beer. Oh, dude, I'm all over that. <laughs> so <laughs> I am all over that. That is one of the coolest, like, next level from Guitar Hero that every brewer yeah. is just looking to implement. Right? right? There. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, next time I get You probably only got to win it once because after the third or fourth time, you're just going to be a flop. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm absolutely right. But that's kind of a cool idea. You go in there, you, if you could do the guitar and master it enough, then you get like a free beer, which I think that's kind of a fun way to kind of do it. And because, you know, if you're there and you're enjoying stuff, you're, you're there laughing and watching people that can't play guitar either trying to yeah. do it too. So it has a whole entertainment value along sure. with it. So it's a great idea and, on and, their part. And like I said, as, as much as I love like the Guitar Hero series, I've always been a big advocate because you, you see these like young kids on, I mean, not anymore. But back in the day when uh, Guitar Hero was like a big thing and it was a super cool game. Don't get me wrong. But the amount of time that these kids put into learning how to do like the expert hyper speed level on Guitar Hero. It's like, dude, why didn't you just take that time and actually learn how to play guitar? Because you'd probably be just as good, but actually playing an instrument. Yeah, I think it was just a fun component of it all for them. Oh, I just cracked this one open, by the way. So this is from here, Heavy Seas Bourbon Barrel Ace Chocolate Volcano. Oh, dear so, Lord. So this is a That's... chocolate dessert stout, 10 and a half. And I'll have a video upcoming on that one there, too. But I did the regular base version. That's on the channel now if people want to see it. Uh, but the Vanessa's thing, yeah, Texas, huge drive through liquor stores, drive up, order, and get your truck. But yeah, in Kentucky, we had drive up liquor stores, too, which is always kind of interesting when the first time you see them. But you just drive in, you tell the guy what you want, and they load up your vehicle or whatever and you're out the door don't have to get out just like driving into a barn and you're yeah. out <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, I guess God. that would probably be better i mean like now with craft beer i want to go into the liquor store and see what they have i just don't want to like get the yeah. same old thing at the drive-thru i want to walk in hey what's new right. what's this brewery have that's new out i'll try this one Exactly, and it, yeah. that that's more for I think maybe the the macro drinkers or that's the guys that are, that are just into craft beer, just getting into craft beer, and they're like, "Hey, I want this one because I yeah. tried it last time and it was good." 
Yeah. But it's it's not a necessary. And again, to me, that's that's a pretty alien thing. Like a yeah. drive through in Texas, you're just gonna get you what your Shiner Bach and throw it yeah. in the back of the pickup and go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. Sure. But for us, like, I gotta go in because I gotta check the date. So you know, I can't have anybody just throwing stuff in there. It's like yeah. It's like my like my wife. I'll go to I usually go to a grocery store when we go to get food and stuff. And she's like, why don't you just order and deliver? Because she'll do a delivery and stuff. I'm like, I've seen those people going through produce and stuff. I can't trust them. They just like no. throw anything in there. Like they're getting all the people get home, they got a bad shit. Well, you can't complain because you didn't go. Yeah. You had somebody else do yeah. it. So I'm yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're going through, they're not even paying, they're just like on their phones, whatever. Oh, here it is. With your yeah, no, I want like, yeah, yeah. I want my own produce and I want my own meat. I'm not gonna trust somebody else to pick out like my steaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. some some little 15 year old puke who doesn't really yeah. care about oh, it's just it's a steak and who cares, right? Yeah, yeah, they don't care. They don't care for sure. A, a beer big gulp. If they sell it at 7 Eleven, yep, beer big gulp. Ray and Paul were beer having beer big oh dude, hook me up. Yeah. That that may be the only. Well, that's time a Ray and Paul were doing at Seven Eleven, right? They had a big. Yeah, they did the. Yeah. yeah, they did the whole video at Seven Eleven. It was it was so weird. Cause it, it was like I said, it was brand new at the time when they went, and I'd heard about it, and I'm like, there's no freaking way I'm gonna go drink a beer at Seven Eleven. Like there's <laughs> you, you, there's no way I'm not gonna do it. Cheers, Trez. Welcome as always, my friend. Always great to have you, Trez, out there. Cheers, yeah, the for sure. Adventures Brigade members. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. And so, uh, let's see. So in Lancaster, PA, I don't know if PA Bruno is still around, but they're actually getting a new modern beer pub with a German influence, which is nice. I will say, like, one of the breweries we have here is Guilford Brewery. Guilford Brewery. Guilford Brewery and Guilford Brewery. Guilford Brewery. And they're more of a European brewery. So they do, like, lagers, and they do a lot of stuff that you would have there. Like, they have an IPA, but it's an English IPA. All right. Kind of the glow, right? So it's kind of like it's kind of nice. Like you go in there, like no, there's no hazies here. There's yeah. no none of this stuff. There's no dessert stout. Like this is like a you get a nice little feel of being able to go back and step into tradition of the beer, and you have that with like your lamb burger or your fish and chips, whatever you may. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice when you have these kind of influential places come. And I say experience them if you can because it's nice, you know, to be able to enjoy that kind of stuff. Oh, let's see here. I give a shout out to the Loven Bond Project, where they're actually working now to provide minorities with internship in your craft beer industry. So that's huge because, again, we get more people in from different groups, different backgrounds. That's going to only increase the presence of craft beer yep. and make it even that much stronger. And we've seen this with the uh, Fresh Fest out of Pittsburgh, how much that's kind of hit and impacted things now. We're seeing more things take place. So congrats to them. And then congrats to Proximity Brewing which is Durham, North Carolina's first Black-owned brewery, which is officially now open for business. So wishing them much success down there as well, and hopefully things pick up and go well. Um, up in uh, Ohio, Chris that runs a Black Frog Brewing. I never got a chance to get up there, but I know he makes some great beers there too. So, Dave, you ever see Black Frog come over to Illinois, make sure you check that out. All right, absolutely. He, he, I wanted to get a sweet potato beer because everybody talks about good sweet potato beer, so I never got a chance to taste that. Not usually huge for the pumpkin type things, yeah. but, you know, when it's fall, it's fall. You know, when Rome, yeah. you do what the Rome is yeah. do, right? Actually, so. that's what I'm having now, a pumpkin. Are uh, you really? What do you oh, have? Yeah, a friend of mine, well, Brian from St. Louis, brought over, gave me a couple from Second Shift. This is oh, called when, yeah. when Pumpkins Fly. This is a spiced pumpkin pie golden ale and i'm not a big pumpkin beer fan but 
this has all of like the spices that you would get with the pie. So this mm. isn't bad. So this is yeah, pretty tasty right. beer. And everything I've had from Second Shift is always fantastic. This is only six and a half percent, so it's easy drinking. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. That sounds great. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm a big pumpkin beer lover myself. Um, mm-hmm. I, well, this this time of year, they're getting kind of scarce because they pretty much yeah. run out. Yeah, all well, the here's Christmas the thing, beers like, are out now. You know, it's funny because you say that, but here where I'm at, so this is what usually ends up happening that I saw last year. It'll probably happen now. I haven't been to the beer store yet. They'll start usually putting like a 50% off now at this point yeah. because they're trying to move other stuff out because here is like the pumpkin beer is like musical chairs. So you try to get out there in front and not be the one left less last standing. And then they start discounting right. to get stuff out of there. So the funny thing is we'll find like pumpkin Imperial stouts or other pumpkin stuff where you don't have to drink them right now. So then yeah. it's like, Oh, I get it for 50% off. What the hell? That's a good deal. So I can still wait a few months for to drink this thing too and mm-hmm. still enjoy it. You know, as I get into the winter months in January or February mm-hmm. or whatever. So yeah. We'll start so, seeing so that. You guys, you guys are so you guys are so lucky down the states. You get like that, oh hey, these are just about expired or are expired 50% off. You you don't get that in Canada. Like if it's if it's expired, it's still full price. Like <laughs> it's it's just suck it up, suck it up, sweetheart. I'm yeah. sorry you didn't check. I'm sorry you didn't check the date on the can before you, you bought blowing it. Blowing a dust it off the top of the can, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It, it's <laughs> And I always, I always get pissed off about stuff like that because everybody knows uh, the beer prices in Canada are just—I mean—they're pretty silly compared to the American prices. Well, um, it's like the one I have for Firestone Walker, right? Twelve point three percent ABV. Why would you put this out there for six ninety nine, cutting it in half when you yeah. don't have to? It's not going to go bad yeah. at twelve point three. Like this is yeah. something you can no. like. That's just bad, like ownership and knowing what you actually have there. Which I'm not there to correct you. So I'm yeah. going to take them off your hands for you. I'm okay yeah, with the abs- price. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. If the absolutely, grocery store yeah. manager doesn't know better. Hey, that's on you. That's on you. Yeah. <laughs> if I go to a grocery yeah, store sure. and you put in the build your own six pack, a bunch of the hop slams, and instead of eighteen ninety nine, I can get them for nine ninety nine. That's that's on you. That's not yeah. my fault. <laughs> for sure. Which we still like I said, I, I, around. Yeah. Like I said, I, I watch a lot of reviews. Like you know, you know, Rod. And mm-hmm. Brian and guys like that, and they're like, "Oh, I pick up this six pack for nine ninety nine. I'm like, nine ninety nine. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I cannot get a six pack for nine ninety nine. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm I'm paying like eighteen dollars for a six pack up here. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yeah. and that and that's on that's on a good day kind of thing. <laughs> it's like, holy crap! I mean, even with the you know the Canadian to U.S. conversion, like yeah. you guys are just oh, you guys are taking it. Yeah, you're getting you're yeah you're getting bent over your beer prices. Oh, yeah. absolutely! Like yeah. we're getting bent over pretty hard, actually. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah, sure. I'm not, staying, I'm not staying at Bill Cosby's house again. I tell you yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of beers out, if you're not aware of it, this week. Lagunitas released the Willetai Stouts out in the That's marketplace. Phenomenal. Yeah. So if you're looking for that, now's the time to look because they will fly off the shelves. Mm-hmm. That's always a good one for the price. And another yeah. one that kind of flies under the radar and it's got a good price point, Brooklyn. They put out one with uh, four roses that mm-hmm. it's not as heavy as some of the other ones, but it's a really good beer. And I think it's like, 15 bucks a six pack or maybe it's a four pack but it's well worth it that one's really good too yeah i'm thinking it's a six i think here might have been 
twelve ninety nine a six or thirteen. Okay, it was like it was like a crazy low price for what it should be for that. But it's like, yeah, I'm all for it. You know, yeah, but no, <laughs> I, I can barely. <laughs> I can barely get a four pack for fifteen dollars. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, let me see here. Another thing I saw that was kind of interesting. So Diego, if you've been following them recently, of course they're a big purchaser of a lot of different breweries. They've been like releasing some of their breweries back, but now they're actually going to be building a new brewery out in Ireland. So I guess they're not fully getting out of the beer game, but they're maybe cutting some stuff here or there. But over in Iowa, they're going to be launching a new brewery. So it'll be kind of interesting to see what they're actually doing there. But Diego is one of those groups that are, they got a lot of their hands into a lot of stuff taking place in the beer world. Um, for Venetic, Vanessa, Connecticut, Black Pond Brews releases their Connecticut Uncommon in collaboration with the Anchor San Francisco Co-op. So for those of you not familiar, which first Christmas in however many years you were drinking anchor, you don't have an anchor Christmas sale. Right. So, um, cause they were making them for like what, 49, 50 years, whatever the number was. Mm-hmm. Um, but the co-op is trying to take over and bring them back. They teamed up with the Connecticut black pond to do a Connecticut uncommon, which is going to be available here. And hopefully they do relaunch it and next year. Maybe we'll have anchor Christmas beer back again. And a lot of people like to look forward to that. I had, at this bar in Chicago the other night, Monday night, they had magnums when they used to put the anchor on oh, big magnums. Yeah, yeah. And they had like seven or eight different years. So we had, I think it was the 2016 just the other night, and it was phenomenal. Yeah. I, yeah, it was, it was nice to be able to get those beers. Yeah, this was 2017 we had. And, and it still and it still held up that long. That's awesome. Held up. I mean, the carbonation was perfect. It just was phenomenal. Because she was like, you know, oh, yeah, we've got all those down below. We're like, oh, really? Can you grab <laughs> one of those, please? <laughs> Let's crack that baby open. Yeah. Uh, last week, and Dave, you know, we'll talk about here in a second. I had a... Uh, Joe one from Go Brewing, and I think you're going to be working with getting Joe one to do some stuff too. I know you had Joe before. Are you doing something else yeah. with? Yeah, him I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to talk to him on Monday. Okay, and I'm going to put that out like the first of the year for Dry January, mm-hmm. and like it'd be kind of like a different interview than the ones like that we had with them. Just want to mm-hmm. talk about like the different beers they have, what kind of tips he might have for Dry January, and talk more about the the tap room that they have. Yeah, so great stuff. If you haven't seen, for those of you watching the uh, interview I did with Joe from Go Brewing, fantastic thing, and talking about the opportunities of non-alcoholic brewing. And the reason I mention that is because we're seeing more and more breweries kind of head into that area now, and it seems like they're going to be kind of one of the ones out there, kind of on the forefront. But now, one of the things I saw, like Alaskan Airlines, they're partnering with Best Day Brewing to have non-alcoholic in-flight brews. Like you never seen, like I've never seen non-alcoholic beer really on a plane, like to kind of think about it. And now you can get like a, you know, tomato juice or orange juice. But, you know, they're going to actually start serving non-alcoholic for the Alaskan airline. One brewery you probably would never thought be going non-alcoholic, Smith. They're going non-alcoholic with a lineup. Or a speedway. They're doing a non-alcoholic speedway. Another one you may have not seen think of going non-alcoholic, Sierra Nevada. They're going to yeah. their first ever non-alcoholic brew. So 
there's a lot of things being released, not just with these two major companies, but other ones that are kind of getting onto that. So it'll be interesting going into next year. There's definitely a trend out there where non-alcoholic is a play for a lot of people. And it makes sense, you know, so, you know, keep an eye out for that. If you're thinking of maybe trying those out, I can tell you the ones I have from Go Brewing, I enjoyed. I know, Dave, you really enjoyed the sour you said that yeah. you had. Um, I got a few more. I'll have the reviews of them upcoming soon. This week, speaking of reviews, I didn't release any reviews this week because I had a computer issue. I posted on the community tab. I basically had to reset my whole PC, oh. which actually was a good thing or a bad thing. So <laughs> I got a lot of the old shit off of the computer, mm-hmm. but then I had to go back and install all this shit that I wanted to get on the computer, right? So yeah. that's the pain in the butt right. part. But now I'm going to be coming back next week with a lineup. Maybe this weekend I'll start it, but it'll be Brower Eye St. Bernardus. I'm, I'm bringing out the beer lineups I've done from their beers which will probably at the end um, have me doing a Christmas sale because I do have a big bottle of Christmas sale that I want to do. So I'm going to be releasing those through the next week and some other good things there. So uh, make sure to stay tuned for that. But uh, yeah, the uh, non-alcoholic brews are definitely making a play and I'll have to go brewing non-alcoholic brews coming up. I might, mm-hmm. I might, I might do those for dry January when I release those actually. And I, you mentioned that Dave, I might have that first week of January <laughs> talking about those, but I will have upcoming this weekend. I'm working on for those of you watching. Cause a lot of people seem to tune in and like the 10 beer styles for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I'll be doing this weekend and to get it up as soon as I can, the 10 beer styles for Christmas. So I'll have that upcoming. Nice as well and i'll actually provide some beers you might want to try for those different styles too so stay tuned mm-hmm. for that so yeah. um guys i'm gonna tap out because i need to get a heating pad on this thing right now oh yeah so. well, you're back and everything yeah, yeah definitely but, well, it's know. great having you on yeah thanks shane rod jay always hey, nice hey, to talk to you great gentlemen. to meet you dave yeah absolutely yeah. we'll talk make to sure you guys check out check out dave on beer front everybody so yeah all right Take guys care. you have a good rest of your night you too, man. All right. Cheers, All right, Dave. Take you. care, buddy. Bye. All right. Bye. Uh, let's see here. So Bud Light, because we haven't talked about Bud Light in a while, the whole Bud Light fiasco. Well, yeah. That, so, that's still around, though. Yeah. Can you look in your heart to forgive? That's the question, right? Because apparently you know, apparently, Kid Rock told Tucker Carlson his Bud Light boycott is over. He's back to enjoying Bud Light. So if he's shooting up Bud Light cans from months ago, he's back to it. Can you go back you know, to it? It, it's it's one of those things that's uh, for I think for some people it was a uh, what you would call like a knee jerk reaction like yeah. it's like oh I I totally disagree with this I'm gonna you know especially guys like Kid Rock or other big celebrities or people who are famous um, you know they're like oh I'm vehemently against this and I'm so I'm gonna like I said Kid Rock shooting up the Bud Light cases and stuff like that and then realizing that you know but that 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 was his beer beforehand. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you know, and it's like, no, I'm not a Bud Light fan. I've never been a Bud Light fan. So I've never been for a big me, fan either. Yeah. No, like for me, I always say that Bud Light is the beer for people who don't like the taste of beer because it doesn't <laughs> taste like beer. It doesn't really yeah. taste like anything. That, that's just my little opinion. Yeah. But yeah, and you're, you're, you're starting to see a couple of the guys that used to drink Bud Light all the time. Like, well, that was my go to and whatever your go to is. I mean, I mean, you know, like guys like, you know, me and Rod J and all the other guys were more into like the craft stuff. But if, if, if a drink and a macro makes you happy, Hey, do you, you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Do be you. That's exactly it. And some of the guys that were diehard, uh, Bud Light drinkers, especially like, uh, 
I want to, and I don't want to be stereotypical and I'm trying, I'm really trying not to, and I don't mean it to be that way, but, um, and this is from a totally Canadian standpoint. Um, a lot of the Southern guys mm-hmm. who were like, you know, hard, hardworking Americans, you know, the guys who, you know, work in the factories and did all the bullshit, like that was their beer. And as soon as you mess around with it, like the way that they did, they're like, oh, I can't fucking drink this anymore. Cause that's so un-American and blah, 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 blah. But I mean, if it's, if that's your beer and that's your, like your favorite beer, that's your go-to, you're eventually going to go back to it no matter what. I mean, if no that's matter- what you, yeah. I mean, that, it depending on the scenario and stuff that, that happens, you know, I almost like, if there are people out there that did it and they're waiting for a pass, how can I get back to it? Well, you know, it was like, okay, well, you were mad when Kid Rock did it, but then Kid Rock said, you know what? I'm going back to drinking it. Are you going to go back to drinking it now? Because, you know, you're like, well, right. You know, maybe it's all past now, whatever, you know. And that, and and some of that might be like, if you're a, if you're a big Kid Rock fan, which I am not, by the way, Mm -hmm. um, you might be like, oh, Kid Rock's not drinking Bud Light, so I'm not going to drink Bud Light. And, and that happens absolutely in society because, you know, you're, yeah. there's, you know, you have that thing where you, you basically try and emulate your idols or whatever the hell it happens yeah. to be. And now that he's drinking Bud Light again, has publicly come out and said, oh, I'm drinking Bud Light again. A lot of those guys, you'd be like, oh, okay, well, if Kid Rock's drinking it, I will drink it. But I can't stand Kid Rock, just so you know. <laughs> I did, I did uh, a couple of years ago, um, my entire family, like my wife, um, my sister-in-law, brother-in-law, Actually, both brother-in-laws, both sister-in-laws um, went to this concert where it was like a kid rock concert. And I think there was some guy named Brantley Gilbert. I think that was the guy that opened for him. He was terrible, too. Anyway, and I said, I do not want to go to this concert. And they're like, well, we already bought you the ticket, so you have to pay us for it. I'm like, I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't got to pay, but I didn't say I want to go to first no, And, and, yeah. and here, here, here's the one major thing <laughs> that bugs me about kid rock. Okay. In most of his songs... He has to say that, you know, I'm Kid Rock. Like, you know what, motherfucker? I just paid a hundred dollars to come and see your concert. I know who you are. You know, you don't you don't have to tell me. Or I just paid $25 or $30 for your CD. I know who you are. You don't have to tell me in every single song that you're Kid Rock. And it drives me, and that's the one thing that always driven me nuts about that man. Like, you know, it's every song it seems to be like, you know, he drops like Hey, it's Kid Rock, blah, blah, blah. Like, I know. I know who you are. Stop. <laughs> Just wear, That'd a be like, wear a name tag. Makes it a lot easier. You don't have to worry about yeah, saying like, that, that name tag on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, can you imagine if you did a, a beer review, Rod J, and you'd be like, you know, you start off like, hey, everybody, you know, it's me, Rod J, and I'm drinking this beer. Oh, by the way, I'm Rod J. And uh, <laughs> so th- this smells like a. You know, I'm getting a nice hoppy presence for it. Oh, by the way, I'm Rod J. And I'm going to sit here and have a little sip. <laughs> you know what? It's got a nice multi presence. It's a little bit hoppy. And uh, in case you didn't know, I'm Rod J. And that's, that. to me, that's how annoying Kid Rock is. I may do a video like that just because it sounds so <laughs> you, you, you should. It's freaking like, and it's just like I said. I like I said. I you know when I, when I pay when I'm paying a hundred hundred fifty dollars for a ticket to go see a Kid Rock concert, which I didn't want to go to. I yeah. know who you are. You yeah. do not have to tell me who you are in every single goddamn song that you sing. Right, right. <laughs> and what was that one famous song he did? It was like uh, uh, like bong with a thong. 
orangutan, yeah, big biggie was, titties. Like I, I don't know. Whatever the hell he said, I don't. Know. That's when he had Joe before Joe died. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say a little yeah, person, but it's like it, he it was like Joe DiMaggio, but everybody says they get to say a little person now. But I don't think Joe caught himself. I think it was Joe DiMaggio when he did it. So I'm kind of like, you know, right? I don't know. Yeah. Again, getting back to what people are using nowadays for words, it's just like I don't know, like you know, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. Like I said, like I said when I went to like that concert, like I said, there was a uh, the Brantley Gilbert guy, yeah, who was like a outlaw kind of country kind of guy. I'd never heard of him before I went and saw the concert. He was the opening act, and I, yeah. I I wasn't impressed with him. And then Kid Rock came on, and I'm like, like I don't want to listen to this. My guy. name like, is I, I, Kid. <laughs> like I don't like, want to be here. Like you are. I know who you are already. Yeah. Right. Like I, I I like literally I'm sitting there with my my big can of Bud Light Orange, which is what I had at the concert, Ooh, which Bud actually which is actually not too bad. In all fairness, I don't even think, I don't even know if we have Bud Light orange here. We have Bud Light lime. I don't know if we had the orange. Well, they at the concert they had the orange, and I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I'll try it, whatever. And this again, this is before the big Bud Light controversy. I'm like, oh, I'll try that, and it was actually not bad. I didn't mind that. I actually had a couple of them at that concert, but I'm just sitting there drinking on my my Bud Light orange, going, God, this sucks. I'd rather be anywhere but here. Because I just I just don't like. I, I'm not saying you, you got Bud Light Rita, me. <laughs> right. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that Kid Rock is not talented, and he he is. He's a very he's a very talented man. Don't get me wrong. I just it's just not. It's it's like uh, drinking a sour beer. It's not in my wheelhouse. It's not something yeah. I enjoy. So. Yeah. No, I, I still lanes. do it. You got you to know your lanes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Now, in, in over the past couple of years, I mean, I've kind of starting to slowly very slowly come around to sour beers um there's a couple that i enjoy there's a couple that i still don't but yeah you know well it's like i know people that first time they have barley wine it was like no way and then like five years later they love barley wine right so it's mm. a matter of time yeah that was like it me with IPAs. Like your palate matures yeah, yeah. So I was the same way with ipas when i started drinking ipas i hated them i'm like oh my yeah. god how do you guys drink this it's so bitter and now, you know, if I go into a bar, that's the first thing I order. I'm like, what do you got yeah. for IPA? You know. Well, literally back in the 80s, you used to make fun of bitter stuff. We had the bitter and beer face with the beer, right? It was uh, the one macro line I had the bitter and beer face talking about beer being too bitter. But, like, now people like the bitter. Right. So, Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So, down in Norfolk. This is Norfolk, Virginia. This is kind of interesting just to watch, see what happens, but a military theme brewery has been approved and there's controversy and community criticism. Apparently one of the owners has said a few things. They don't feel like it's an all-inclusive type. It'll be interesting to see how it goes because there's also some that feel like the military are being kind of used out there kind of to promote it, although it's not very military-like. So it's always interesting when you kind of put something like this. And when you like you mentioned the South, I think in some of the Southern states, there's definitely more of a military it's not that the north is less, but I think you see it more in the south. So some people right. feel like, are you trying to just build something off of the military? Where I think the guy that's actually the head person for here actually was former military, but as he's trying to explain, now he's going to have this or that. But one of the other people right. have put some stuff out there, like on Twitter, with like everybody, like people put out, I love when people put stuff on Twitter and they're like, oh, I just go ahead and delete it. Like, no, it doesn't work that way. I say Twitter, but X nowadays. Right, whatever. Once yeah, it's sure. out there, somebody catches it, it's there forever. Like you just right. like 
that's why you're supposed to do a 10 second rule. You type something, think 10 seconds before you actually hit the enter before you post it, just to make sure right. you want to post it out well, there. But I don't, I don't quite understand what's the because I'm not familiar with this particular topic. Like, what's what's the controversy around the military theme brewery? One of the one of the guys, I guess, one of the part of the group or whatever, I think, was saying stuff about anti like LGBT or some other type issues where it wasn't as I want to say diverse or inclusive as it should be coming into the area. It's a very Norfolk is a very military based city. And so sure. there's yeah. also a feeling for some of the people there that they're trying to pawn military to get people to go to the brewery. So it's not like it's something of a military type thing as much as it's being put out there. So it's they had like a vote. It was like six to one on the vote, but there are people in the community that were kind of not for this brewery actually coming in because of some of the things they had saw. Um Right. It's it's the mixed bag you get. Here in the States, you get a lot of mixed type stuff. And it's kind of like anytime you get the military involved, it's always going to be something. It's like, you know, here, like in our, our sporting events, you know, they have you, they had the planes fly over some of the games and all that kind of stuff. And they'll play the, uh, the anthem. Well, it wasn't until like 2005, I think, or 2006, they started playing the anthem at the sporting events. It was kind of following right. 9-11. Before okay. that, yeah. you know, if they did it, it was like the teams would stay in the locker rooms or they would kind of do like it wasn't even really played that much. And then the NFL got a bunch of money to be able to do that at the games. So then from that point forward, right. it became like, are we kind of buying military allegiance, I guess you could say, from people across. So it's kind of been like a counter military type thing versus the pro and it's kind of it is kind of set up this thing so this brewery kind of falls along those lines is it really a military type thing or are they kind of just trying to get something based off the military and kind of using them right. as a pawn for this situation so it's interesting to see like i say because norfolk is that kind of military community there was another one that ran into some issues and like florida said well bring your brewery down here we'll go ahead and support it down here type thing too so right. it's just whenever you have that in there it's always an interesting take on it but right. I think most of most of like you know we're like I think most Americans are pro military as far as support and all that kind of stuff and everything like that sure. because obviously you know I don't want to go fight a war so I'm always happy not to say happy I'm always gratified when other people decide they want to go into the military to do that so I don't have to do that like I don't I don't want it to be like Israel where everybody has to go in like age eighteen into the military you know what I mean right. so yeah people that can voluntarily do that so sure. I'm always. Uh, gratify when they actually do that. So it's, it's just an interesting thing, and we'll see what ends up happening. But in the end, it might just all blow over. But then, you know, right. maybe all people have, it might be like, oh, we got protests out here. You look on there, it's like five people. Like, that's not really a protest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's only five people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it's like, we'll see. But it's just kind of one of those things to kind of keep an eye on and kind of see how it goes. Yeah, and and it's funny because like if there was a like a military themed bar up here that was like you know very military, and it's it's not as prevalent obviously in Canada as it is in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd I'd be keen to go there. I mean, I'm always a big advocate for military because I mean you got all these men and women that, um, you know, a lot of them put their lives on the line for the protection of your country, and that's right. basically what they're doing. So I would have no problem going into a military themed. Uh, breweries, especially if they were supporting like the 
the military, like, hey, uh, you know, uh, all military personnel get 50% off of their beer, which they yeah. deserve as far as I'm concerned. You know yeah. what? You're doing a lot of work, even if you're not on the front lines or, you know, you've never seen action, uh, you know, overseas or anything like that. Um, you're always prepared to do it. And yeah. um, like I said, for especially for the American military, like you guys are second to none as far as military goes uh, in the, in the world. And everybody in the world absolutely knows that. Whereas Canada, you know, we have our one plane and our two canoes, <laughs> which, we call, which we call battleships. And, right. you know, we go, we, we go and like, Hey, we're going to send some doctors over and help you guys out because yeah. Canada is pretty fucking useless as far as the military goes. Um, I, that's just my opinion, of course. Um, but yeah, I would, I would totally be down with a military themed yeah. brewery and I would, I would go and support that brewery. Like whether it be, um, even if it was just across the border in, uh, you know, Niagara Falls, New York, say I would, I would go over there just, uh, you know, especially yeah. if, you know, they had a, they had a thing where, Hey, every beer, uh, five cents goes to yeah. the, uh, the VA or whatever, you know, yeah. I, I'd go for that. Cause I, I have more than, more than enough respect for any military personnel, whatever depend, doesn't even matter what country they come from. Like, you know, you guys are putting your lives on the line every single day, basically. Yeah. And I think that's what the, with Norfolk and the community down there is kind of like, you know, when you're in a, when you're in that, you know, foxhole, that person's watching your back and like that, like, whoever that person is, you don't care as long as they watch your back. Right. So they don't right. want somebody coming in where they're going to discriminate against any type of people because in war, it doesn't matter what that person is. As long as you guys are watching each other's back. Right. So I think, so I think some of that was part of it. Some comments that have been put out there by, one of the uh, co-owners or founders, and that's where kind of raised some issue there. So, and then again, the other part was the whole: Are you just trying to make money off of military when you're not really military type thing? So, it's interesting. Yeah, well, and and that's the tricky part too, right? Like, if you have, like you said, like a military themed brewery, like, are you just using like the military as like a hey, you know, come in because we're like oh. And again, I'm yeah. I'm going strictly by uh like in a, a Canadian view of an American viewpoint, mm -hmm. um because because the Americans are very big on their military and very proud of their country and stuff like that, um, so and a lot of guys would go into this brewery going oh this is you know supporting the military yeah go USA, you know and it, but if it's not if the if the United States military isn't reaping even just a small portion of the benefits of it. And it's just all going in the owner's pockets. And they're like, Hey, we're going to do this angle. Cause we're going to make a lot of money off you guys thinking we're military, you know? Yeah. Then that's, a, that's a completely different story. Yeah. Yeah. And so that could be, you know, part of it. So we'll see what happens with it. And, um, like I said, you know, there's stuff that some of these breweries will do no launch beers to support military personnel. And I always share their stuff on a channel as well when I see sure, that kind absolutely. of stuff happening because, you know, that's, that's good things to have, you know, some things, like I said, you know, it's the gratitude of them actually serving. So <clears throat> you go to Norfolk, like I said, it's one of the hot military areas in the country, you know, you better sure. be going all out and type stuff. So it'll be interesting. Um, almost in Canada. <laughs> it was actually in Northern Maine, but it was heading towards Canada. Tractor trailer oh. full of beer catches fire at 985. That had to be a weird type situation. So it showed the truck going up the highway and then caught fire. And one of the cars that saw what was happening, trying to get the fire extinguisher 
saying the truck's on fire. They pulled over, and, and but the fire started going everywhere. And so right. they tried to get out. They get the people out, the driver, the other driver, all kind of stuff. And they ended up putting it out. But they were like trying to see if the beer was salvageable. I'm like, I'm pretty sure if there was a fire on the truck like that, from what I saw, that beer was refermented right. again. I don't think you would have tried to sell that to anybody. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, you, you got to try and preserve that profit margin, right? No, ma- no matter what. You know, <laughs> but then I that's thought about I, like we used to see trucks where they crash and there's like beer all over the highway. That kind of right. beer people will pick up and take home. Do you take home beer that's been in a fire? I mean, it's still free beer if you can get it, but I don't know about what <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's oh, that that's just so funny. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that, but I'm gonna look that uh, after the live. I'm gonna look that up. So yeah. I'm gonna look up that story and see if there's some video or something like that of it. Yeah. And then uh, a couple others here, Carlsberg. So I don't know if you heard like one of some of the stuff we talked about in the past, but Carlsberg, basically their brewery was in Russia and Putin pulled the most Suge Knight gangster move anybody could pull. He pretty, pretty much took the brewery over for a dollar, the whole brewery right. for like a dollar and kind of kicked them out of Russia. So right. the CEO plans to continue hiking beer prices to expand in Asia. So they tried to offset what was stolen <laughs> in Russia. So now they're going to charge right. the Asians more than they need to charge them so they can try to recoup some of their costs back, which is well, hilarious. Like, but I'm like, you're Carlsberg. How far are people going to pay for your beer? It's not like you're setting the world on fire with your beers. <laughs> right. It's, 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 yeah, like it's not Hot Butcher, for God's sakes, <laughs> you know, or Alchemist or any of these amazing breweries that they have down there. Like holy crap! Just it's just like, cut your losses and freaking move on. I mean, seriously. But I gotta say, Putin is the most shug knight of any politician we have. He just pretty much went in there and muscled them out, and like for a dollar, and took over their brewery. So, <laughs> <laughs> shug knights in prison, he'd be proud. So yeah, yeah. Uh, for and, sure. and Melvin Bruin, they announced a new Jackson Hole Lager. I wish you had it because Melbourne Brewing does a lot of really good beer. So I'm kind of interested to see how they do with the uh, lager they just released as well. So if you ever get a chance to check out Melbourne Brewing, they are worth checking out for their brews as well. So, okay, super. And then uh, we got Sam. Sam is in the house now. Good day. Brilliant day for a beer. I'm currently at a brand new brewery in Melbourne. You missed our story I had, Sam. I was, I was looking for you earlier when I was here. I don't know. There's a brewery you have, if you didn't see it, Sam. Let me go back over here. It's in Melbourne, I believe. Um, yeah, Kiwi Brewery. If you go to Kiwi Brewery, they have their first vending machine that you can actually play guitar to get a free beer. So, Sam, you're there in Australia. If you can actually do this on the spot and let us know how it goes, that would be freaking awesome. Do, like, literally, do a video, dude. Do a video because I would love to see that shit. And it's good to see you, Sam, by the way. Cheers. Yeah. You're the only person I have over there in Australia right now. So I'm just saying, yeah. if you're looking for remote work to go do a job somewhere, go do this video. <laughs> I don't know what I can pay you. Maybe I can get some American beer or something like that. But I'd be curious to see how it is to actually play the guitar at that brewery. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be super cool. I would love to see somebody do that. Yeah. Like I said, vid- video that stuff, Sam, and either send it to Ro- send it to Rod J, or if you really need to, <laughs> send it to me. Um, yeah, because that would be just an amazing video to have up there, just just for something really super cool. Yeah, yeah. Sam says, "Stop you one," and I can't get a crap for back under thirty. So, yeah. See, see, and and see, Sam. Sam knows my pain. 
because <laughs> the, the Australian and Canadian prices are actually pretty similar. As far yeah. as, and, and that's just from talking to Mad Dan from the Angler's Grog. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we, we pay a gajillion dollars more than you guys do in beer every single year, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where, where you're at, it makes sense. I mean, I know you're limited, right, on what you can bring back. But if you can go into New York and get beer and bring it back, it works out better for you. Yeah, price oh, for wise. sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, for sure. I'll see beer taxes are death, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, buddy. Same, same thing in Canada. Exact same thing. Cheers, Josh. Last beer in the house. Another great channel for y'all to check out. Josh is drinking a Dr. Lecter from Bob Bob Brew and have not heard of them. There you go. Josh is actually, I need to meet Josh. Josh isn't too far from me. Josh is in Virginia. So now I'm in Maryland. It's not actually right. too far. So we just try to connect with him. Because we both talk about from time to time. I have a Commonwealth or I'll see he has a Commonwealth in their brewery out of Virginia. Now, well, I got you on my list there, Josh. I will be subscribing after the live for sure. Cheers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh has some pretty good stuff. He does some pretty good lives and everything too, and gets the crew cool. over in his Perfect. channel and stuff too. So yeah, but no, this is great. I'm into my third beer, and the third beer is definitely kicking in with the chocolate volcano right now. So, oh, we got a chocolate volcano. Yeah, that sounds sure. that sounds great. Yeah. Any volcano. anytime you have a name like chocolate volcano, I mean, you know, you're in for a, a good treat. I'll give you the read down here. Our chocolate volcano stout has been bourbon barrel aged for a massive eruption of delicious flavors, overflowing with decadent notes of chocolate and vanilla. This limited release brew will melt your taste buds with a lava flow of velvety richness. 10.3% ABV. Nice. So there you go. It's a nice little write up. It's not a, a great, PSA. It's not like a PSA. I don't know if you heard last week we did smoking the bear, smoking the bear, but this is this is an actual commercial. So if you didn't hear it, let me know your thought. Let me know your thoughts because as I hear it now, uh, 83, 93, 03, 50 years later. Wow, did I just say that out loud? Right. Definitely has a different, definitely has a different connotation than when I was a kid. But take a listen, Shane. Let me know what you think of this commercial. Okay. I know a place that's peaceful and quiet. A place where animals play. It's called the forest. But every year we start forest fires. A careless match, a cigarette, and poof, fire. So the next time you're in the forest, be extra careful. Okay? (laughs) If you knew it was me, would you have listened? (laughs) <laughs> that what do you think so... does, does that sound like a ps <laughs> it it, it kind of does for sure <laughs> that was, was like, that was a, that was a smoky and the bear the smoky and the uh, bear commercial back in the day you remember smoky the bear yep forest yep, fires we yep that just like that was like during the porn seventies or something with that commercial in my mind. As I hear it now, because I feel like at the right. end before he talks, he's like he's pulling a sheet over, like laughing, like after they just had sex or something, you know, like right, yeah, like they had yeah, sex, for sure. They had sex and it's like, here's a great idea. We should do a PSA about spires. And then she does the PSA <laughs> and then he laughs. Like, 
like when was this crafted? Did you do this like after the after you did the after you did? You know, now you create. Hey, let's do a PSA. You know, as you're sitting there smoking a cigarette. You know, kind of. And then they're like, okay, we'll record it. We'll send it out. Like, yeah. That was just kind of interesting, but that was growing up in the seventies, which I know you know about too. So sure, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for aging me, Rod. Thanks, thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. So like, I don't know if I should be aroused or be worried about fires. I don't know where I'm at right now. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> and and maybe that was their, their maybe that was their thinking when they did that. They're like, hey, yeah. you know, because well. you know, hey, sex sells. <laughs> sex sells for sure that's why that's why you know i, I mean uh, i know we don't have any beer i don't know what it's like in the states we don't have any beer commercials up here in uh, canada anymore anymore at all like no like there's no like just regular bud light or anything or is it just yeah but like... it's it's it they're they're very they're super super rare mm -hmm. and they're very they're very regimented on what they can show and what they can say and what they can do. Um, mm. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's not like you can have like some hot chick, like, Oh, Oh, look at me. I have this beer in between my bosoms. Oh, don't you want some Bud Light? You know, it, it, you know, there's none of that anymore. Like we used to be able to do back in the day. That's for sure. Yeah. I should bring back some of that. I, we did that for a while. I was showing some old beer commercials back in the day and they were like, yeah, definitely more risque and than what you have nowadays for, for sure. sure. Yeah, <laughs> like I know uh, I I get a lot of notifications. I I honestly don't watch his channel a whole lot, and I feel like such a dick. Um, it's a channel called This Guy's Thoughts. Yeah, that's he, that's uh, Jay. I actually connected with Jay, Jay. Dayton a while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does. He does a lot of the vintage uh, beer commercials every once in a while. He'll post them up. Yeah, um, which which are kind of interesting just to see you know what it was like. Like I I always loved the old. Uh, Colt 45 commercials with uh, Billy D Williams. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cuz yeah. I mean dude, he was like the he was like the coolest smoothest guy like ever. Like, hey, I got a Colt 45. I you know, you might not have a better a better time without a Colt 45, but why take chances? You know. <laughs> or, or or whatever whatever his little slogan thing was there for Colt 45. It was like time, yeah. 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 Which actually Colt 45 is actually uh, out of uh I I never mean, only tried maybe half a dozen or maybe eight or ten uh malt liquors but colt mm. 45 is actually my favorite malt liquor i've tried so far really, really? yeah and, and and again i have to go with my limited canadian market right so mm. but uh, i don't I feel I like don't I should, colt 45 it's all right i thought like, i should do a malt liquor series like we've done some type of malt liquor stuff before on some of the shows but you know we have colt 45 we have like slits and the bulls and we have some other stuff mickey's big mouth and things like we have different ones down here but that would be kind of an interesting yeah. twist to do to the channel just like the malt liquor type stuff yeah just well. do like still do like a, do an entire week of malt liquors or something right That'd i don't know if my cool. i don't know if, i don't know if my liver would appreciate that or not but it is something of an opportunity <laughs> there, you go. there you go monday monday night malt liquors <laughs> you could do it like a, a regular series every Monday, Monday night malt liquors. <laughs> well, like, my liver be like, "What are you doing down here?" <laughs> yeah. Like, you got Didi in the house who was out there lurking. Only you could prevent forest fires. They named him Smokey for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only time I've heard Smokey talking a Barry White voice. I'm just saying, of all the Smokey and the Bear commercials I remember, <laughs> it definitely wasn't that deep until then. And that deepness was like usually like. After you got a little something, something, you know what I mean? It was just That's like it. you're feeling yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, for sure. 
Oh, what a what an era that we grew up in for sure. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So before we wrap up here, because we usually try to wrap up here by eleven or so, but with your channel, Shane, sure. like, what do you got upcoming like your stuff so people know they can check out? Oh, stuff. uh, so so my channel for anybody who doesn't know is Shane's Craft Beer Review. That's my main channel. Uh, right now I'm in the middle of doing a uh, an advent calendar from Brock Street Brewing. Um, so that's been a 24 day uh ordeal and god i'm still not even done and god i will never do another advent calendar ever <laughs> you guys know it's 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 a lot of work um which i will explain later on um but uh, i also i also have my, uh, a second channel called uh friday night live drinks with shane um this is a little live that i started doing just a couple weeks ago uh where i have uh, one special guest on every single week and we sit and chat about uh, whatever uh, I believe Rod J, sorry, this side, is booked in for January the 12th. So uh, <laughs> don't forget to check out that one. Um, yeah, so I got two channels. Like I said, Shane's Craft Beer Review, Friday Night Drinks with Shane. Uh, I'm doing the advent calendar right now. Yeah, come come check it out. Give it a little subscribe. Uh, take a look. If you don't like it, uh, that's okay. What do, you, what do you expect from a Canadian guy? I mean, I'm up here in the frozen friggin' tundra. Of you know Canada, where you know I'm, you know I gotta walk my pet moose every goddamn day. And <laughs> if you've ever if you've ever tried to walk a pet moose, like it's not an easy task because these guys are like you know ten feet tall and weigh like you know two thousand pounds. It's you know and I'm a small guy, so it's uh, it can be difficult at the best of times. Mm. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So if y'all checked out Shane, make sure to check Shane out. Shane's got a great channel, so some fun sure. over there for sure. And um, Cause yeah, I'll pop over for some stuff there too. And uh, who do you got? This, who do you got tomorrow for your live stream? Uh, actually, I have no live stream tomorrow night. Okay. Um, tomorrow, tomorrow is actually my wife's birthday, so I'm skipping my live stream tomorrow night. But uh, usually, it's uh, every Friday night between uh, five and ten Eastern, it, okay. with the exception of this week, because this is, you know, if I yeah. if I did a live stream tomorrow, my wife would kill me. Priorities, right? Happy birthday to Mrs. Shane. Yeah. That's right. There we go. <laughs> Todd says, cheers, all. Sorry, I couldn't make it right. Sorry. Will you stop apologizing, Todd? It's good. It's good. We had a great time tonight. But is, is, does Todd live in Canada? Is, is that his problem? <laughs> I like, feel is, like is, it. Is he... I feel <laughs> I think maybe Todd's Canadian, and he's, he, he, you know, he's a closet Canadian. That's the problem with Todd. He's a closet Canadian. <laughs> he's, he's really a Canadian inside, but he doesn't really want to come out of the closet and let everybody know that he's Canadian. <laughs> I, think I that's feel like for... For Todd, who has no YouTube channel, he almost is more dedicated to me than has a YouTube channel. Like he really feels bad he couldn't make it, which is great because we love having Todd on. I love having for you sure. know, me and Todd go back years now, but it's kind of oh, like sure. it's okay. I told him, you know, he's like, Well, well, is Mal gonna be it? I'm like, no, but it's all right. I'm gonna have Shane pop in, got a couple of people. We okay. had Ray earlier, we had Dave swing by. I, you know, I keep trying to get him to do a channel, but you know, he's not ready to go right. there yet. But because he could do a hey. great grilling channel, I think. So for sure. Yeah, he'd be great. And hey, yeah. don't worry, Todd. I, I, I got your ass covered tonight, buddy. Dude, I'm there for you. I am there for you. I'm there for you, Todd. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll cover your ass. I'll cover Shannon's ass as well. I, I got you guys covered. Don't worry. Oh, I mate. But they don't say mate. They don't say mate in Canada. That's England. No, it's the, or, or Australian even. Or Australia. Uh, Canada, Canada, it's buddy. Now notice Todd the bastard. 
Todd, oh. <laughs> come on, Todd. Todd's okay. Don't be everybody's mean to him like Todd that. now. <laughs> Todd's okay. Oh, Todd, you're solid. Stop. Although people do love to see Shannon. Shannon now shines us all. When Shannon's here, it's just like that's it. See, Shannon, now that's Shannon, that's who needs to have her own channel. Yeah, that's when who Shannon, needs to have her own Shannon channel. Shannon. Pips. When Shannon shows up, we're just all background players. It's Shannon and the Pips when she's here. So, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Shannon definitely needs to have her own. Like, uh, even if she does a, like like once a week, like uh, Shannon Saturday Night Beer Review or yeah. something. Yeah, she. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Well, she was going to go with shit show Shannon, but, you know, the censors weren't too proud of that. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you can change it somehow, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> there's got to be something. A little star asterisk or something there. But, yeah, Shannon would be great. On Just to yeah, see she... her have a chat with her take on things. Like, yeah. It would be hilarious and, and... to watch her. Like, just pull up stuff in the local things that are happening and just give her a response to them. That would be – she'd be awesome For sure. at it. Yeah. And you know what the best part would be is every once in a while, and I mean very rarely, she might let Todd on the live stream that she does or the video. It's just like, no, this is, my, this, is, this is my show, bitch. Like, you just move, Todd, you just move <laughs> along over here because I'm way more popular than you are. <laughs> I, I love you. Don't, don't get me wrong, Todd. I love you. You're a great guy, honestly. Everybody's like, oh, I'll play golf with you anytime, Todd. Would you, though, Didi? Would you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's just joshing with them there. So yeah, yeah, Todd's sure. got great stuff there for sure. Um absolutely, yeah. Great guy. Yeah. But uh, you know, as the weekend approaches, and some of you guys will be heading out to some of the breweries, walk in, head up, chin down, stand tall, and you just let them know when you get into the brewery. Exactly. That's how you I'm do gonna, it, right? I think there. I'm gonna walk in a brewery and do that. I'm gonna go word for word, just like Dusty Rose. There. That's it. You should do it. that'd be awesome. I, I want to be there to film that crap. I mean, that'd, that'd be awesome for sure. Sometimes I just gotta hope so no one wants to see this shit. So I don't know. Shit shows sell well. We can get you up here for a few minutes. You know. <laughs> But no, no, it was great. It was great to have you on, Shane, as well. And great for everybody that tuned in. Uh, for sure. Next week, like I mentioned, I think we're doing a Christmas beer thing. So if you want to join us next week, let me know. We'll be okay. basically, I know Mal was pumped up. Hopefully Mal is over everything from being sick today and the last few days. But whatever Christmas type beers, you know, winter ales, winter warmers, whatever. I've, somebody might have celebration or something. You know, this is the the Christmas type stuff. And then um, hard to believe with the following week will be a new year upon us. Right. So I know that's so crazy. Like this, this year flew by so fast. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy. 
I'm kind of debating on doing like a live stream the following week. Like I've never done like a New Year bash type thing. And it probably wouldn't right. be that th- it might be like that Thursday or the weekend before because they had to figure out what we're doing for New Year's Eve. But I'm thinking about putting together a live stream, which would be like a beer, bur- beer, whiskey, wine, whatever, bash. And just have people come in. We'll drink, sure. we'll talk about fun, we'll play music, we'll do different stuff. So I'm thinking about putting something together, which would cool. be like the weekend of the 29th or whatever. So have to figure right. out what we're doing because the New Year's Eve is what that Sunday. So maybe I do it that Saturday, kind of ahead of time, because people might be out that New Year's Eve. I don't know. We'll see. But I was right. kind of kicking. I was on the I was on the uh, treadmill early today, thinking like, you know what? I've never done something like that. So let's maybe do something like that and just have like a fun time and just you know, if people want to hang out and have some drinks and do something. Uh, um, you're right. Nobody does it like Dusty. R.I.P. to Dusty Rose as well. Right. Oh, we sure. got Malkin in the house. Cheers. Ooh, like, hey Josh, how are you, buddy? Cheers. <laughs> It was the American dream. You are right. Thanks for holding it down, Shane. Todd said, "Yeah, uh, you know, I I do the best I can. I I'm not I'm not as good as you, Todd. I mean, I'm not on this channel <laughs> obviously as much as I probably should be, but uh, I hope I did. Uh, I hope I did a decent job and uh, did you proud, buddy, for sure. Everything everything was all good all over. It was a good time. You know, it's all about having fun and uh for sure. We like to mix it up so we can surprise the people and the people don't know what's actually coming their way. Exactly. Somewhere. Yeah. For sure. But uh that being said, we'll go ahead and get this one all wrapped up. Thanks for everybody that tuned in. Thanks to Shane. Follow him, Shane's Craft Beer Reviews. Follow Ray and Paul, the Alkanauts. Ray was here earlier. And then uh, Dave, Beer in Front, make sure to check him out as well. Great channels, great fun, great time as always. If you caught the tail end of this, good thing about YouTube, you can go back and watch it. Or you can actually check it out on the podcast as well. If you're actually doing other things, you just want to play it on the podcast, you can hear that in the background. But you won't get the video, so you might want to watch. I'm just saying, you know. But That's true. Yeah, I mean, although, although I have a face for radio... I'm just saying, you might want to you might want to watch the video because you know. No, you want you want to watch the video. I mean, Rod J. I mean, you you got to see him live. You, you got to see him live for sure. You got to see the video. Walls <laughs> bar Shane versus. <laughs> Maybe next week we have a feats of strength with Shane and Todd. Just like go Seinfeld feats of strength. That yeah, for yeah, Festivus. for Fest, Festivus, right? That's <laughs> yeah. Festivus when is for the rest of us. Oh, I think that actually can coincides because I think is that the twenty first. Or the twenty second, I think, is actually Festivus. It's actually the twenty first or the twenty second, so that would be the oh, the twenty first Thursday for the Festivus. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I, I can't remember if it's Festivus is actually the twenty first or the twenty second. It might. It's either one. I don't remember which one it is. I'd have to look it up online. But there you go. So it could be the Festivus for the rest of us. But that being said, nice. we started with Dusty. So why don't we end with Dusty? Catch y'all next week, if not before. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, guys. Stables? Yeah, I'm looking for a Hothman. A Hothman? A Hothman. Goes by the name of Rick. Not here. Are you a Hothman? I could be. What can I do for you? Friday night, you can see me at War Game. Bring all your Hothmen. Because I will have Moondog Spot, Moondog Rex, and the Monkey Brother. Yeah, I'm looking for a Hothman. Goes by the name of Rick Flair. Don't know him. Can I leave a message? I guess. All right, write this down. Tell him it's Big Dust. Okay. The American Dream. Okay. Tell him to meet me Friday night 
Starcade. Me too. It's a Starcade. Yeah, Starcade, Friday night. Uh, I don't know what you're wasting your time for. Is this Baby Doll? Baby Doll, I know that was you, you Jezebel! Hello, I'm looking for some horsemen. I've got plenty. How many you need? Four. Four horsemen. Yes, sir. This big dust calling on behalf of Crocker Promotions. Can't hardly understand what you're saying, but... Sorry, I got a little bit of a lisp. Uh, what about Chris Benoit? Oh, he did. Sorry. No, I don't really know what you're talking about. Is this J.J. Dillon's? No. Don't lie to me, J.J.'s. You and I go way back, Jack! Well, it ain't J.J. He's that wrong person. Don't mess with the American dream, J.J. My eyes are open as big as silver dollars, Jack. Well, you got the wrong guy. You and I, J.J., leather strap match. Justin Rhodes is the master of the strap match. J.J. Dillon, you a yellow dog. Thank you.